Uh, fuck all that singing shit. I just make moves and I bring this shit. I just do this cause I bleed this shit. Star boy like the weekend shit. Rap niggas always tweeting shit. Living false lives, tell me how I feel. Every night you gotta sleep with it. I just wanna know running shit so I can come for they neck. I ain't with the disrespect. I ain't with the talking if you ain't cutting the check. Give a fuck about who next. I ain't fucking with the mumble rap. Swear to God I had enough of that. But I guess it's better than all that motherfucking fake 1 800 rap. I just wanna be alive, yeah. I just wanna be alive, yeah. If you ever try to fuck with me, then best believe it's really suicide. Look, y'all niggas make me sick. All of y'all fake, that's it. Straight like this. Hope you don't kiss your girl, cause you probably gonna taste his dick. Taste his dick, yeah. That way, I know some things that I can't say. Yeah, that way. Two on a K on a bad day. Yeah, not including all the tours, nigga. You can go and check the Forbes, nigga. I just give it back to all the people that was down with me when I was poor, nigga. All facts, all facts, yeah. All facts, all facts, yeah. Your favorite rapper said he wanna make a song with me. Y'all pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it, dog. Yeah, you did it yourself. We don't wanna see you all up on Twitter. This podcast, it made me reconsider that shit. It was a podcast called Swindle. And oh, they yeah, did a backstory, yeah. bro. They did it. I sent you the episode if you want. They did a backstory on Johnson and Johnson. They was running off shit like it was the 80s, nigga. This was from 2000, like the billion dollar lawsuits from they were, uh, man, they had these hip replacements that they were doing for people, and they knew the hip replacements were fucked up. 50% of them were like damaged before they even went into people. They still put them in the people. They paid this doctor twenty million dollars to like still have a testimony for it. that shit. It was some of the wildest shit I've heard, man. Johnson and Johnson is a fucking crazy company. I'll send you the link to it if you want to hear it. Well, that way, well, look, not homework or nothing, but that would be just on the side when you want to hear. Because I'm gonna tell you, the dude that does it, he reminds me of your boy, um, Cole Cushion. Like he oh. has a real like deadpan. It's not he shows <laughs> no emotion. Yeah, he's just like like he's snarky in a sense of like like he got this thing against big businesses. I would say so he's snarky and he'll read mm-hmm. shit in a certain type of way. But it's like deadpan, no emotion, music playing behind it. it, it I I think it's really done well. That it, sound it like reminds your style. me though of dissect. Yeah, it's definitely right on my app. You I know, you- listen to it's like a hundred of them. I think I've listened to all of them. All of them like they all of them are like stories like that. Just how do you stay hopeful though? How do you stay hopeful after getting all of this? Like, damn, I thought y'all were doing it for the greater good. Y'all I don't let that bother me. I I I, I feel like that I have I feel like the the reason I know when we always talk about siding with business, I feel like they have that mentality anyway. Like the dollar is the bottom line. So I've never surprised when a business does something nefarious or shady to increase their bottom line i mean that's what business is i mean but do you think that they at least should do like the little medical medicine commercials where it's like oh by the way this can do this and do that like, yeah, I, no, do that. I agree with you from a person right. standpoint but I, I they're gonna get that get away with it they're gonna get the bag like that ain't no surprise for me it's just at least give us some kind of disclaimer even if it's very small print <laughs> that's right. that's it for me you know what i'm saying Make I, it fair. I wish that I, I wish that it was fair, like you said, but they're able to go in, pay doctors to say whatever they want to say, and people are going to do what they doctors say because they trust the doctors. It's a whole system that they got set up. So, again, I get it. I don't agree with it at all, but I, I do see the financial benefit because we're a society that's dictated by the dollar. Everything in our society, in our world, in our culture is dictated by the dollar. There's nothing that's not dictated by the dollar, I don't think. Do you that disagree? Might- 
No, I agree. That may have to be. That's crazy, but that may have to be an episode's theme. Yeah, like it's straight up. Because the more we talk about that, it, it's it's a deeper conversation. Because there's just so much that I feel about the dollar, the necessity of it, but then the unnecessariness of it as well. As far as how people value themselves according to that, and yep. it's a what you do. What yeah, you made, what you it's, wear. It's so much yep. to it, bro. Like, yeah, we gonna I'm gonna put that on the dock, bro. Yeah, I know you hate this guy, <laughs> even bringing him up, but what you just said, like I saw um Kanye West in the clip this week with Pierce Morgan. Okay. You know the the interview dude. And he which asked one, which Morgan, one is this one? The Britain dude that took over for Larry King when Larry King CNN got rid of him quick Like he was on the bullshit He was like the dude That came over here from Britain And he was doing The interview style show It might have been A little bit before your time Okay No, no I know it Larry was right King after Larry, Yeah it was right after Larry King went off There was uh, a nigga Named Pierce Morgan That replaced him And he was Britain And he real popular In Britain Does the same style show We kind of edgy Kind of mm-hmm. known to ask you Questions that most people Wouldn't ask you But Kanye was sitting down Talking to him And we Like we were talking about With the dollar And Kanye was like how much money did you make last year? And he was like, I mean, well, get it. He kind of stuttered through it. And Kanye was like, Why would I listen to you if you didn't make more money? Like, what type? How could my? How could I hold any value to your opinion if you don't make more money than me? Talking in his little white voice and shit. But that just made me think of that when you said that. Like, people will value your opinion more. People will listen to you say stupid shit yeah. if you got a lot of money. But it's like, think, oh, well, yeah. they give me money. Was Albert Einstein rich? I don't know. Good that's that's the, it's it's like the, it's that it, it's that weird thing where people move the goalposts. Like it's that I it's that I'm taking y'all back here, but it's another week in the books, y'all. Let me just I'm gonna preface it right here. It's another week in the books, chapter nineteen. Spike, if you want to do us justice, because you're great at it, I'm just I'm on a B side tip, but you want to bring us in real quick before I go. Absolutely, we appreciate you guys tapping in. A W I T B twenty twenty two at Gmail to contact us to holler at us. Me and my man Mo tapping in every week, as he said, another week in the books. Elevated conversations from black men continue to expand our portfolios here, man. Having these conversations. Throughout the week Yeah, There we go Yes sir And we are bringing Fridays back You ain't had Fridays Fridays back You ain't had Fridays this good since Now tell me who she was Craig and (laughs) Dayday Yes sir (laughs) Uh, But Nah It's See I ain't lost my point Um, But Mm. We were talking about the dollar amount I mean talking about like Oh so Kanye And I'm not This is not so much Kanye But this is just uh, the conversation of valuing yourself according to the you know amount of money you've made, the amount of money you're worth that they say or or whatever. It's that classic argument where like you in school and you getting joned on and they dogging you, dog walking you. Then you get mad and be like, well you can't whoop me though. It, that's that, bro. That's that to me. When I hear that, that's immediate. It's like because I don't make this money, my brain is not valuable my thoughts are not valuable my ideas are not as valuable because of your brain and what you made that that's weird yeah. to me that's weird like i'm not gonna value i think people like people put a lot of stake in progress or like position okay. where you at like where you what titles. you've accomplished yeah titles what you're trying to do 
So I, I definitely don't say I agree with it because you can learn a lot uh, from some motherfucker that don't make as much money as you. I promise you that you can do that. Uh, however, you see how it is. I think everybody in our society, whether it be fame or fortune, if they're chasing it. So you usually don't look at someone who has less notoriety than you, has less money than you, as having anything yet to offer. And I don't think that that's a personal thing with people. I think that's just how society has set us up okay. to look at shit. Like, it don't, it don't seem beneficial. It doesn't seem beneficial to you to do those things, right? Like, they always say, even they're saying, like, you shouldn't be the richest person in your friend group. Mm -hmm. uh, you shouldn't be, uh, you should be around people who are more successful than you. As if, like you said, to say that people that are less successful, you haven't had some life experiences that you could learn from. However, we all focus on, like you said, money, money driven society. So people would be more likely to listen to a dumb motherfucker with money than somebody who may have had some experiences, had some bad luck on their life, mm -hmm. be able to help you steer clear of it. But you're like, man, nigga, you ain't got shit. What I'm gonna listen to you for? Which kind of makes sense, right? It, it, it does. You know, the weird thing for me is, and, and I don't think this is built around just my faith system, being a, a Christian. I don't think it's even built around that because I, ha I have to think deeply. Like, is it does it come? Does it come from that based on my studies or does it come from somewhere else? And I believe it comes from somewhere else just because I have a I've, I've spoke about it before, but I have a, um, a finite way of thinking where i know that everything comes to an end and so for me if things are always boggled down to these <laughs> digital numbers that are in a account on a computer or a phone that i see and say hey this is what i have because it's these digital numbers just like a calculator or just like anything i can look up these digital numbers say this is how much i have then that's what i'm worth and it's so weird to me because it's like when your health is shot what does that mean when you're depressed what does that mean when you're hurting what does that mean it it i'm not saying not to have money but it just gets me when it's like i don't it's i just don't to deal with all that stuff when you got money right that, no nah, <laughs> but i mean that's what they sell us on but but we know we know that it's like it's not because you can spend so much but if 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 it does if it's not conducive to the soul if it's not conducive to the inner being of who you are then you're never going to be satisfied or happy and i i see that in my opinion i i think the trick is like you said what they sell us on the trick is that we never really get the opportunity to be present right so yeah. We can get in the therapy hole quickly here. This theme for the episode this week is going to be confrontation and being a part of that. It's like being present, not resting on your laurels per se, but actually knowing in the moment. And when you talk about being present and even this situation, like just taking in the experiences. Yeah. If you not worried about what you got to make this week for rent, what you got to make to get your sack, your clothes or whatever it may be, it can be actually present in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's how you remove yourself from the rat race, right? Like, you always hear that about stopping and smelling the roses and enjoying the flowers. Yet in society, the everyday thing is you got to put some savings bank and, and just like looking forward. Mm -hmm. Which you would be an ignorant person not to look forward. However, we get caught up on only looking forward. And when you're only looking forward, you're looking for the benefit of everything as opposed to taking it in. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we never get to slow down and really just take shit in. Well, that's what we spoke about. I need to start week. doing that better. Yeah. Oh no, I know because you you be you you's a busy man, and I can appreciate your grind. And that's what we talked about last week. I, that's why I asked you. I said, Spike, how how important is it to have those moments to set, yeah. you know you know be to even yourself beyond, even beyond being busy though? Because like you you made a good point. We we make time for what we want to do. I didn't want. To be a successful podcast, I wouldn't do it five times a week. Yeah. I wouldn't dedicate the hours to it. Um, so, yeah, we make time. Damn, I lost my train of thought. What, what was I just saying before? Well, I, well, I was saying, like, you saying, like, being present, like, the importance of, of being right. present. And I told you, we spoke about it last week, where it's like, how important is it to take a break? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just taking uh, a break and, and and being present in what you do, not getting bogged down thinking that everything is for the future. Some mm-hmm. shit got to be for right now for you to enjoy, for you to just think through. Just stop for a minute. It's hard for me to do that. Oh, well, what I was talking about is hard for me to be present uh, in a sense of just open minded. I'm not even sure if that's the right word, but I put some on my Instagram. Uh, yesterday, I think it was like once I realized you slowed it, the conversation is over for me. I think you liked it. You I'll put that in my story. Once I realize that you're slow, the conversation is over for me. Nah, that was somebody else. I didn't oh, well, so, well, <laughs> once I, I realize you're story. slow, it's crazy. Yeah, once I realize it's like you you ain't comprehending the way that I comprehend, I'm real short. Like it's a rap because I ain't even trying to let you stress me out. Okay. However, I don't know if that's the right approach to take. Sometimes, yes, okay. for your mental sanity, but sometimes being present and letting people get all the way to their point because everybody don't think as quick as you, but that don't mean that they ain't thinking as smart as you. I'm learning that a lot too. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I'm, I'm I'm learning that absolutely. Yeah, because it because I imagine a person like you, you, you know, you grew up only child, and you said mm-hmm. you had really good grades. You had a you know you had a crew you up until I didn't care. Yeah, up until you didn't care, but you had you had you had some homeboys. I had a crew. You know, you was making some money. You was doing your thing. You know, out here just kicking it. And at some point, you got to figure out what it is you're trying to do. Yep. Uh, I hadn't lost my train. Thought I was going somewhere, but I. Speaking <laughs> of speaking out what you're trying to do, it's always been, you know, me and my homeboys, we printed business cards up at like. Man, I, I had to be eighth, ninth grade. I used to have. We're from the part of town we're from, South Nashville. So we put South incorporated on there and we had our like beeper or cell phone numbers i can't remember which one it was and we used to have business code didn't do shit but like you said knew that we wanted to be like you know that and just give them the girls like it was a cool way to like Uh, give your number to girls like we i knew how to like i had the little program on my computer i'm one of the first niggas with a computer my mama got it from me one year and it had this little Microsoft program. And hey, I worked at Walgreens. She the MVP out here. Oh, Solo thanks. mom with the com- first computer thanks. out of the homies. Oh, yes. And I had the internet and everything. Oh, ah, way, the dial-up. The dial-up. All of that. From we uh we ordered our first. I'll tell you about that another time. But So I worked at Walgreens and they had these little printing papers that were like business cards. So you could like put them in your printer. And you, they still got this shit today. Avery make them. But... We would print them out. I'd have my South Inc. Ooh, my number on there. My homie uh, Paul would have his and Scoops would have his. And we just hand them motherfuckers out. And it, it, it just made me think of that when you said that. And it wasn't even with an intention of 
or lying about something that you do just knowing that you want i've seen important motherfuckers do this so i want to do this yeah. like what you say having a mind frame yeah. of what you want to do and how successful you are somebody brought that up to me actually on facebook and the motherfucker was like man i see you doing i somebody i don't even i barely remember to be honest with you uh, yeah. but he was like yeah y'all always had this kind of what you were just saying but i've never really looked at it that way mm-hmm. but we've always carried ourselves in that way with the expectation of success it just made me think of it that's dope that that's really dope you know growing up from coming from where y'all came from and most of y'all you know not having any fathers in your life but still thinking like yeah we're gonna we're gonna be successful we're gonna be something yeah right it's like be what whatever I want it is. To be. we're gonna be something we're gonna be good at that's tight yeah. uh we said that we're getting into the show uh, This week's Off Deck question Which is a spinoff from On Deck uh, TV Absolutely. show Absolutely, the On Deck TV show Every Wednesday, tap in with Animal Brown And myself in this segment Mo usually bringing something From On Deck To the another week of the books Hence the title, Off Deck What yeah. you got this week, bro? And I'm not mailing it in If you so thought I was I'm definitely not mailing it in <laughs> Because <laughs> I got a preface. I didn't even say that. I didn't even say that. <laughs> but uh, so this week, with Animal Brown returning from London, which is fire, my yeah. question to you, Spike, was how important is it for black men or black people to travel? And when I say that, I mean like a new environment, different culture, change in climate. And also, how can that, that uh, benefit the growth and mentality in our lives? I travel good question uh not really music based i ain't think you were melanin instance with music based it was a good a good dig question uh from listening to the shows so good job on that to answer your question as you continue to grow and evolve as a person top three things on the list has to be travel wow. like i started absolutely because you get to see it it expands your perspective like you get to see outside of like the shit that you're talking about in the U.S. that we consistently consume every day. Mm-hmm. I done been to places that didn't even have no like. I, oh, I've been on cruises before where you couldn't even watch TV. They we out in the middle of nowhere, so you can't take all of that shit in. There ain't no mm. internet really, so you just out here. You you gotta mingle with the people. They got different shows and shit you can go to, but you literally you're unplugging. Same thing when I went to Tulum and other places like that. However, to answer your question, the reason that it's so important because you get to get over there and you get to see people that didn't like didn't come up in this system, this American way of life at all. Like one of my favorite places to go was when I went to Jamaica. We paid a guy like we met him at the airport. He drove us. He said he charged me two hundred dollars. He's like, I'll be a tour guide all weekend. I'm gonna come back to y'all resort, pick y'all up. I'm gonna take y'all down to town square, take you all the way up. Absolutely, you here you go. He came back, picked us up. He would take us like into different places, but he take us like away from where tourists are and into neighborhoods, like where like motherfuckers that. lived at. Yeah, like, and this was, bro, this was not that long ago. Like, they real deal out there living in like huts and like caves and shit with like yeah. clothes hanging out, like shit that yeah. you would see on some National Geographic shit. Mm-hmm. And until until I see that with my and seeing that with my own eyes, it really puts in perspective like just the things that you were afforded to coming up, like our level of poverty and things that we are accustomed to. And I don't want to diminish it, but it don't compare 
to yeah. like some shit that they go through over there like they little open air markets like it ain't no store nigga yeah like the the store is this flea market that these farmers then drove down the fruit and everything mm-hmm. else that you might need and you got to get everything you need from one of these trucks from one of these motherfuckers that brought the food down here just wow. things like that where they don't have access to the things we have access but i didn't see nobody looking miserable bro they was out there enjoying their day, chilling, like smoking wow. their weed or whatever it may be, because they weren't connected to the rat race. And I say all of that to say it makes you appreciate when we were just talking about being present, it makes you appreciate things a little bit more when you travel. And people will come like if you in the right places when you travel, you get to meet people too. Like just I don't think I've had any connections with I've held on to but I've definitely had conversations where you're just chilling at the resort Bob from a county in Missouri he on vacation you you black like you wondering what the fuck is this nigga I know how much I paid to be here so I know this nigga <laughs> he he unless he, he got it for free or something let, let me see what he got going on so that's the uh, first thing right there. they want to know how in the hell is he in here with me that's what hey what do you do you know like they'll come up and start conversations with you and stuff but you again learn a lot through that you get to see yeah. the perception of people um it, it's just traveling man is one of those things that you is there is no substitute for it like it ain't I a book that. it ain't a tv show like there's yeah. nothing like the experiences that i've had traveling mm. yeah at all you, you like, put that really I, well yeah. the, and i haven't got to go out the country <laughs> i'm kind of i would start i would like to but i'm a little nervous because i'm like i'd be feeling like they ain't gonna let a nigga back in <laughs> that's, that's funny now don't be nervous i, I know, tell you the, the easiest gotta, way the yeah. easiest way what i would suggest to you is, and you have a family because i'm assuming that you ain't trying to go dolo nah uh i would i would suggest a cruise yeah and the first okay. time that i went out of country i was 21 years old i went with my mom her new husband his whole family the same guy uh, yeah, the, her husband that she's married to now. Okay, cool, cool. Like, they've been married twenty years, so this was this was important. I was my twenty first birthday. Your mama's uh, the MVP, bro. My mama a beast, man. That's fire, bro. The best experience. You got to like, go out of the country at twenty one. I'm thirty two, and I ain't never been out the country though. Yeah, absolutely, man. My mama's was a beast from from that standpoint. She made sure that everything that that you could have thought that a child would want, she made sure that I had that shit all the time uh she 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 still like it's even to this point in this day and it's getting off subject a little bit like she still works to this day like whatever she really don't but she's so used to doing it and having to work to provide those things for me she didn't got today's now she really doesn't have to but she still go to work well, well, no, how, mama, why you work well, well i just like she? doing it my mom is 20 years older than me my mama is she, she turned 60 in july she come i about to say she coming up on retirement here right was yeah, it sixty two? She should have been retired. But yeah, I mean, well, you, it, it ain't you know even a job like it ain't even a job like that. Like she got long tenure. This is like, uh, it's the pandemic. I'm bored. I'm gonna pick up a job. I love the hustle. I love yeah, that she. My mom was definitely one hundred. I leave the game. Like they said, still gonna love Mitch. me, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like her husband even complains about it, and her response like, "Well, wow. are you gonna pay me?" Like, like, like facts. It's like, so it's just it's just interesting, but to your point, like my mom been like that whole life. I picked that up. I wish yeah. I hadn't. Like, yeah, that's another episode yeah. for another day. I wish I had not. Yeah, because you she now tried you... to tip. <laughs> exactly. Now I I'm that it. way, and I hate it. I hate it, bro. But it, I just don't know any other. Why way. Why do you hate it? Um, because I'm too 
as I've gotten older and gotten to know more entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. the the thought process of waiting on a check versus creating a check is totally different. And it's hard to get out of that mindset of waiting on a check. And if you know you can go clock in somewhere 40 hours, mm-hmm. make decent pay, it's hard to juggle or even switch to the mindset, all right, I got to get out here and get it. Like, mm-hmm. I got to find this deal, find that mm-hmm. deal. And if you had been or had my mindset to that earlier, I feel like it would be an easier transition into full entrepreneurship versus entrepreneurship and a job because I still don't have that trust in my entrepreneurial skills because all my life I've been working. You know what I'm saying? So I know exactly what I mean. It makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of times us as black people, it's like it's always a challenge because we don't have room for failure. You know what I'm saying? Like we nah, always exactly. It ain't I'm, no Oh, yo, my mom gave me 90 grand. Right. I started not, a business. It didn't exactly. work. I'm back here like, nah, bro. Exactly. Like to, I went to, to some real, I went to real estate classes, bro. I was like, "All right." And me being a nigga that I am, I recorded. Right. <laughs> they said no recording, no nothing. I did a voice memo record. I recorded two out of the three sessions. 8-hour sessions. Got I have so many questions. Gold. What was the thought process behind it? Recording it? Like, why did you do that? Yeah, why did you record it when they told you not to? Uh, because I'm not the greatest note taker. I never was. Oh, okay. School. So you're doubling back. I thought yeah, you I'm were du- just like, fuck it. I'm being. Oh, I'm no, being, no, no. I don't, I don't do anything <laughs> just to be rebellious. My cu- I got a cousin that does that, though. Like, I thought that's what you were saying. I nah, just being rebellious. Nah, nah, nah. But you're saying so you could go back, listen to it. Yeah. And, okay, like, but, got it, got it. And I still have that to this day. So, uh, I've never been a great note taker like that, but you know what I'm saying? Like I got that because it was such vital information, but tying it back to, uh, how important it is traveling. Well, wait, wait, wait. what did you think about real estate class though? I really wanted to do I'm this. And, and actually I really wanted to do, I still want to do this actually, uh, at some point in time, but I got some other things, other things that need to line up a certain way for me to do it because the way they did it was they found a way you can make money. Because basically, the, what they were teaching, to put it in a nutshell, you're selling contracts. Be versus being a real estate agent or being a uh, contractor. So you're somewhere in the middle. You're selling a contract to the real estate agent, which deals with the client. And then you're also selling a contract to, because you're basically you're connecting the dots. I don't know what yeah. the title for that is. I will have to go back and listen. And I this was like maybe it three, four, like four years a, ago. Uh, um, it sounds like go ahead. I, I, it'll come yeah, to I can't remember the title, but I would have to listen to my recordings. But uh, it was really good stuff. But it made sense to me, and I, I'm a conceptual thinker. When I get the concept, I'm all the way in. I got it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but the issue was they had like a on on out in the field classes so after you do the three days you pay like 250 for the three days because first you get invited for free and they give you a two-hour seminar then they say okay if you want to continue and we will pick up at a later date you can pay 250 i paid 250 i was invested because i'm like i'm older now and i bro i can't tell you about recently nah this is probably about i probably say three years ago okay nah i probably say four years ago because now the pandemic is flying but Anyway, I didn't bought into a, I didn't got into a lot of different schemes, pyramid schemes, all kind of stuff because I always had to the you gold. Was one of the niggas with the I am here. Have you seen <laughs> no, those niggas? No, no. 
You know the niggas I'm talking about. You ain't seen those niggas? I am here. Nah. And I got. Oh, man. It said, wish you were here. The niggas used to hold the signs up and be everywhere with the fucking. It was a blue sign with white writing. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. You remember those? I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. As a pyramid scheme, niggas was getting chucked the shit out of it. But go ahead, Boy. my friend. But I, but I had a lot of schemes like that. That that could be for something else. But I, I've always, because I've always wanted to work for myself. I never wanted to subscribe to anybody else telling me what to do. I mean, yeah, if y'all listen here, y'all know this the type of nigga that I am. I was just gonna say, you seem like the nigga that would be, <laughs> you know. And and I'm I'm not even saying that in a bad way because nah, I'm so it. I'm so skeptical. I wish sometimes that I would be open to shit like that maybe i would make some extra money or in those type of ways but i'm yeah. so like nigga get the fuck out of my face i do not want to yeah. hear it yeah. i don't want to hear your pitch i'm not buying nothing from you that i didn't intend to buy move well I'm yeah we like, talked about that on the mall like but yeah. the, but you know the the thing for me the thing for me was going into it it's like i'm trying to change my situation and i'm open to anything right now that's now, how they hook you. Well, yeah, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not easily hooked because I've already Did you tried forex. Nah, I ain't tried that. Did you know the forex niggas? Did they hit you up? Nah, I ain't, I ain't get nothing from forex. Familiar with that? Mm-mm. I most I'm stuff surprised. that I kind of got pulled into was insurance, like different kind of insurance. It's like a life insurance, these policies, that type you of go to like the class and got yeah, insurance. Dough that type dough. of. Th- and then I I I got I got locked into it, and that. I was dressing up, putting the suit on, going to the meetings and shit, pitching people. Did you and, Did you get any appointments? Yeah, I got some appointments. Like, but the problem was, the trainer would basically get the lock. You know what I mean? Like they if they if if I could I could bring in four or five families that I knew of, like homeboys or whatever. I bring them in. The the trainer gets to walk me through the session they yeah. now once they can get them to lock into a, a life they insurance or yeah then they get the percentage of that and i learned from it so it's like once i start kind of figuring that shit out i was like this is this is a scam clearly like and you know what i mean and then on top of that going see, that's to the- i wish i had that sometimes more because like even when I, i've tried that I've tried that right there. My I was out quick because they was like, "Well, you can start with people you know." And I'm like, "Bro, you think that I'm gonna hit niggas up that I know and be like, hey, bro, you want to buy some life?'" And like, get the fuck out of my fan. I, wow. I just didn't do it no more. I didn't want to. I, I, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't have imagined trying to go, especially when it was like, "Oh, start with people." You know, you stop, bro. bro. I, I'll go work at fucking FedEx, bro. Thank you. I, <laughs> I mean, what 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 helps? And I know we can move on, but what helps is if you prep. If you get them prepared outside of whoever's your trainer, a woman or or, or man, if you if you prep to say, "Hey, look, I'm doing this. There's some good opportunity." Because I mean, when they break it down, it's it's not a scheme as far as what they're gonna yeah, try to lock them into. Cash out. That was another yeah. thing I ain't like too. They they try to avoid cashing out with them people. Yeah. Oh, boy. you did this. Oh, you should have did this. Nah. Yeah. And then I couldn't pass the test, bro. Like I'm not a I'm not a school person. Like even though like when I got to college, I made dean's list. I'm not a school guy. Like I don't really? like school. Like at all. But, ma- what was your major? Graphic design. Okay. So, but the craziest thing is like my wife. She's in school currently, bodying it. You know what I mean? But. She won't. She sometimes she'll have me to come in on her assignment, and I'll proofread it, and because I'm good with language, so I can I can always do that part. But I hate school, so it's like 
When I, I couldn't pass that time, I think I took it twice. I was like, nah. And it, it just always, it's always discouraging for me. But we can move on. That ain't, it ain't about my life story or nothing like that. But no, that's before, interesting. But before we, before we move on, it kind of shows your personality. Yeah. But I do want to bless you. I do want to speak to uh, the off that question of yeah. uh, traveling. I think that this is beneficial, and I will speak to my brothers that are, you know, still in the struggle. Uh, you know, sisters or brothers that still in the struggle. You know, baby mamas, baby daddies, y'all in the hood still. Like, y'all think that this is the way of life, and I'm, I'm telling you, dog. Like, if if you travel, eh, I don't. You could start off small. Like, we talking going out the country, but I ain't never been out the country. But just going to another state, like us coming to see Florida, inspired us so much. We moved here. Yeah. Nigga. New scenery and give you inspiration, man. I know when I came back, my last trip that I went on was Saloon. When I came back, I was like ready. Mm-hmm. Somebody even hit me up like, man, you must have had a great vacation. The pod sounding like brand new and like wow. you sound refreshed. Like I swear I got two of those calls when I got back from my last vacation. They like kind of revitalize you. You were 100% right, man. Just Absolutely. getting your eyes in new places, picking yes. up on new frequencies, man. That shit works. Well, it it, it expands your palate because you don't realize there's more that's going on. Like for you if don't you're know looking, what you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. If you're on your social media page and you're looking at stuff, and you if you're so engulfed and you think this is the way the world is based on these uh, 22 posts, it's like everybody feels this way. But if you put your phone down and you go to the grocery store, you see somebody be like, "Excuse me, oh, oh I could get this for." You. Like you don't know how many times I didn't helped a lady. Or mostly really be older ladies Where they can't reach something And I'll yeah. grab it from the very top shelf I'm not that tall, I'm like 5'9 But that is like And even when it's not me I'll see somebody else do something I'm like, see, they're still good in the world You need to travel Even if it's to the grocery store Traveling yeah. So yeah. I say that to say All of those hood politics I understand how you have to you know, control your block uh, or whatnot, but if you get outside of your block and you are able to go and see other ways of living, you realize that there's a bigger world. There's something to live for. I talked to my dad's wife's son, and I talked to him. I, I mean, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, don't still, know. <laughs> I guess. I mean, we never really. Right. That's funny because I'm the same way with my mom. Man. Like I wouldn't dare. But y'all twenty, like, y'all... no, with no feelings uh, or nothing to it. But I just wouldn't call them my siblings. Well, you twenty years in though. No, oh, he got younger. He got uh, he got a son that's younger than me. Yeah, he got wide range. Like he got his oh, oldest okay. son is fifty five, and it's well, yeah. You said you went to golf with him. We went to play golf with his oldest son. That's his junior, and his youngest son is Mike. Mike, like thirty five years old. Yeah, Mike younger than me. Mike, because when we went on that trip when I was 21, he couldn't even drink. I think he was like 17 or 18. Oh, he was right there. Because you 21, he so he's, yeah, okay. Exactly. He was young. Like, we were sneaking him drinks and shit. But <laughs> to, to your point with traveling, man, what is so good, like you said, sneaking him drinks, you just get to, you don't have to be bogged down by your everyday self. Man. Right? So one of the best things about traveling, and my, my girl will make fun of me with this, because that's usually who I travel with. Like, I like to travel, bro, and I'm a tourist. Like, I'm doing all the goofy shit. Mm. 
I'm going to see the it. fucking uh, Empire State Building or the goddamn Statue of Liberty. I'm going to the the Grand Canyon. When we go to the the resort, I'm doing the snorkeling shit. I'm doing the goddamn uh, rock climbing. We going on the expeditions and riding the four wheelers. Like I love I'm it. doing all of that, bro. Like yeah. and I'm like you said, I, I'm not even that type of person. Like I'm chill, like back. But when since we're here, let's enjoy it. Let's experience it. That's when I really like. I like to chill and relax too, but like let my hair down and go there. Well, because I'm not here to be my. Yeah, I'm not I so much here to here just to... like do the same thing. Yeah, I want yeah. to experience some shit. Like exactly. my favorite thing I did was to like you get up there on the, the big ass thing like a kite. Okay. And you like way you about seventy feet in the air behind the boat, and mm-hmm. like you up in there, you just sitting on there like a swing. Wow. And the most dangerous, what I was most scared, I, I did a wall climb too. I was proud of it. Um. Like you get on there, you know, you climb a little wall and shit. Yeah, the rock climbing type deal. Yeah, I did that. That shit was dope. And I did a, um, we went on a, a expedition where you ride the four wheelers, you go snorkeling in a cave, and you do zip line and the zip line wow, four wheelers. Wow. You did all that in one session. That no, these are three different trips. Oh. The last one I did in one session, you had a zip line, a four wheeler, and a cave swim. That wow. was in, that was in Cancun. Like you make a day of it, they come pick you up at eight. You meet, you gear up, you go on your four wheeler. They take you to a cave. You do a swim through the cave, and then you do the zip line. Bro, when I I thought that I was ready for the cave swim, no sir. Can you swim? Yes, I I can swim too. I learned early, but this was swimming <laughs> like. Y'all can't see me that are listening to it, but mom, I'm talking about this was swimming with like the water was here and the cave was like right here. So you oh, got like this. Man, no. I didn't know that. No. I wasn't aware of that going in. I was nah. like, oh shit. And you can't see the bottom of me. This like pitch black. You got like little flashlights on your head. This oh, is like some man. real deal, like adventure shit. And I was like, man, y'all got me. Ain't no way. Wow. My girl seen it. She wouldn't even go. She's like, oh, hell no. I'm not doing that. Wow. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. But I wouldn't do that shit again. I, I'm never going cave diving, swimming, I whatever. Did, how long that would, was. did it take you to get out the cave? Like how many uh, bro, that was a good twenty minute swim. Like you was in what? there, like it was like like because you you lined up like you hand to hand with the rest of the people that do it. Yeah. It's like damn, it's pitch black. Damn, you got the the flashlight here, and you swim through, and then you get to this big opening where you can like, swim around, and the water's all clear, and the sun seeing in. You can see it, but like to get there, you go through these little narrow ass little swimways. That shit was that was some scary uh, shit. I ain't gonna lie. You were, but you're not you, claustrophobic. Yeah, I am. I, I definitely don't like. You think it came from? I that? don't like close spaces. No, I didn't come from. I've been. I, I've okay. never liked close spaces. Though. Wow. Um, but crazy. to you, what I would suggest is a cruise. Though uh, you get to hit multiple ports, you can go to like a couple different places, like a five day cruise, and that was like, I still remember that. That was like one of my favorite experiences that I've ever had. And that was like I said, I was twenty one years old, mm-hmm. but just I wouldn't do it a lot. Like I've been yeah. on two cruises. That's enough for mm-hmm. me. Uh, but doing it at least once, I would recommend. It's like it's dope. It's really well, dope. I, we have done a day cruise, which is like a you know like two and a half hour or whatever. That was fly. It was some fly like you know young marriage type yeah. stuff. Uh, and I'm 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 super here for that. Uh, yeah, you love I, it. You gonna get to meet oh, people. Yeah. You get accustomed to it. You see them every day waking up. You go like it, it's you. Love oh yeah. It. And la- and was it last weekend? <clears throat> It, it it was last weekend or the weekend before, but we we uh, we went to Davenport, which is like on the cusp of Orlando, and we stayed in like an Airbnb, and it's like this whole it's a vibe. It's 
like a whole bunch of condos and it's like five bedrooms and so in the middle of the condo complex my wife was telling me because the night before she took the kids her friend was in town from nap so she took the kids to this pool area and she was talking about like it's really nice and all of this but it was nighttime so we didn't me and her didn't end up going the next day it was like the last day that her friend was going to be in town and last day we was going to be in the airbnb and so she was like okay we got to go so we go to the little office area and they check us in and everything and then when we go through the building i thought this was just gonna be a, a swimming pool nigga this was a water park bro oh killer oh my gosh so they fast communities like it for airbnb oh now. man so fast forward <sighs> my daughter everybody scattered it was me and my daughter she's in like the little floaty you know the little donut floaty and so I'm, I'm, I'm pushing her around and stuff. My, I'm, I'm, you know, neck to water. It's only three and four feet, but I just kind of put my knees down at the water because I wanted to feel like I was under. I was pushing her through, and she was like, "Daddy, this is so cool. This is so fun. Oh, I love this. This is great." And, and then so she closed her eyes. Well, first she was looking at the sky. Then she closed her eyes, and I said, "See, baby, this is exactly why we moved here." I said, "You see now? You see why?" She's like, "I see why, Daddy." I was like, "Yep." And that speaks volumes to me to traveling and the importance of it. It helped. It can really help. Like my mental health, I was really in a dark place before we moved here. But being amongst nature, for me, nature has been such a benefit. Seeing the trees, seeing these different kind of ducks and birds have just like, I, I just love being amongst the nature. I just love being amongst the, the people. And it's it's been a benefit. So. Uh, but yeah, black people, I say that y'all travel, man. You know, y'all going by hood politics, checking in, doing all that, but go outside and see other uh, ethnicities and see what time it is, man. For Thanks. real. Yeah. That's going to do a lot for your psyche. Absolutely. Like, respected. Like black people, you just different outside the U.S. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I've always been here for that. Um, Absolutely. So in our relevant <laughs> event slash recent thoughts, Spike Lou had a, a recent post to his story. I don't remember what day of the week it was, yep. but it was from the IG page. Every nigga deserves. And the yes. quote was One of my favorite pages. Yeah, I see you posted something today. And so the quote was every nigga deserves Mo. I feel that. I do feel that. <laughs> <laughs> the quote was my nigga. The only thing there is to get from life is growth that comes from experiencing it. What is your thought on that concept? Because you reposted it, so I'm. Not, did you agree with that? That's my first question. Um, I thought that it was interesting. Most of the stuff that I post is because it, it it's interesting. I ain't necessarily saying I agree or disagree, but it did conjure some thought in my brain. So I would like to share it with the people that follow me. This is why I posted it. But I do think that it has some merit. All of us live our lives based on the experiences that we've been through whether we want to admit that or not you justify what you do in a conversation in a situation based off stuff that's happened to you before and if you don't have enough or a lot of life experiences there aren't a lot of different avenues or ways that you can take things like we'll get to in conversation the more that you experience 
the more that you're out here learning and getting stuff from experiences the more that you can add to your life because you're going to be able to go not physically like we were just talking about with traveling but even from a mental standpoint once you add the experiences and you're being present you can go to different places like even when we're talking about confrontation here the natural thing when we're in a confrontation is fight or flight am i gonna fight am i gonna fight it's one or the other that's natural for everybody it happens to it it's a split second i learned that in my studies was going to learn about the mind however beyond that if you have enough experience in life and and you are patient enough you're able to get through that that feeling does pass and then your thought process kicks back in but most of us don't dig down deep enough to get past that fight or flight which is why our, why most of our confrontations don't end up benefiting us the way that they could i know that's getting to the topic so but yeah to this post absolutely i feel like that being out there and learning and growing from your experiences is only going to benefit you you can't be hiding in the house sitting on the porch watching life go by and then expect to jump in with an opinion when you don't have the necessary experience you disagree because you you hit me on the text like is this what you think it's i just how i heard you in my head i heard you in my head like is this is this what you think oh man like i seen the eye roll and what you're doing now so you, I, I feel like you disagree with me. first and foremost you gotta relax on the eye roll niggas don't roll their eyes Let's let's be clear. Like you, you do the you, little neck thing. It's, nah, it ain't I, a. It's not a feminine that, or masculine that's, that's thing. A I think it's a generational thing. That's a I think it's a generational thing though. It ain't a. It, it's not. I'm not saying. I definitely don't want you to think that. I wouldn't be disrespectful. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not saying it in a masculine <laughs> or a feminine way. I'm saying it more of a generational type way. Like yeah, you nah, young nah. guys. Not nah, nah. I get though. it. But it's the swaggy P next side like me with the question mark. Well, you know the question mark. Okay, let me break it down. It's the, I know it okay, is. Don't I know the me. See, look at look at this guy, the sport guy over here. Like, look at this guy. Nah, but uh, uh, <laughs> the fact that you said you thought that I came off that way is funny. <laughs> but that, that's how I heard you responding today. So let me let me say the quote again for y'all. That may be like, oh wait, what what was the quote I again? Read it wrong too. Thank you added a the part. Well, go ahead. What? Okay. We, you read the quote this time and let me respond. I'm finding it while you go to it. Let me find it. Okay, so it says, my nigga, the only thing there is to get from life is the growth that comes from experiencing it. Now, the problem with the statement for me, feel how you right. feel. Huh? Feel how you feel. So I was right. No, 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 no. I I, th- I just thought it was interesting. It wasn't something like, oh, I, I found something to argue with Spike about. Like, it wasn't nothing like that. It was just, I, I just thought it was interesting. I said, do you feel this way? Because the problem for me with the statement was only, it was, it's verbiage. And sure, people are like, oh, well, I meant to say this or I meant to say that. But this page comes off as a consistent page that constantly makes posts like these. So to say, my nigga, the only thing there is to get from life is growth I just don't agree with that like I just think that that is very small minded from a page that I feel like has a great has great potential to reach us black men or, or black people in general I think that so was let just, me let me let me try reading it another way it says okay. my nigga okay. 
the only thing there is to get from life is the growth you're pausing on life and i think that that kind of makes it seem different wait what, what was that so last to one? start over my nigga the only thing that there is to get from life is the growth that comes from experiencing mm-hmm. i'm you i think you're focusing on only here as if to say this is the only thing that you should be living for i don't think that it's intended that way i may how, be wrong how, but I, how, I don't how many posts does he have on the page what does it say how many posts because it were it pop up right at the top 447 posts all right so, so what are you saying that, that, that's it right there you got 400 posts uh-huh. this guy whoever this is has 400 posts yeah. Yeah. So you you're very intentional about what you're saying. Right. You don't have 30 posts and be like, oh, I'm still learning how to. You have okay. Over- wait. So again, tell me again. You saying the problem of it is? It says well, my nigga. The I only thing there is to get from life is the growth that comes from experiencing. Okay. I ain't, you know, I didn't let you finish. My bad. Okay. So my thing is, why is that the only like growth is not a everlasting thing? That that's my issue. My issue with it is it's like. The only thing to get from life is growth. No, it's not. It's not. If you want to, and I don't think there's just one thing to get from life. So let me let me preface it that way. However, if we're gonna say, hey, if you had to pick the most important thing and uh-huh. use the statement only, then the uh-huh. statement I use just one thing. If we say only, I would say the only thing to get or leave from life is impact leaving something for somebody to remember you by leaving this earth to say growth what does that leave anybody or yourself you grow and die what does that mean somebody oh hey, well, this we is dies. A, he's, he's, he's he grew though I think I understand what you're saying a little bit more now yeah this is a, a self-help page though I get what you're saying in the sense of from a unselfish standpoint my impact on life should measure more than how my life impacted me is that what you mean yeah kind of yeah. see i think that this page the so it's interesting that you brought that up because i never even looked at it that way until you said this this page is more so geared towards selfishness though i think that the way that i'm perceiving this page is most men black especially don't take the time out to think about themselves so I think this page's thought process and the hypothesis behind it is take a moment and think not for yourself. That ain't the right terminology I'm trying to use, but think about yourself. About yourself. Don't make it about your girl. Don't make it about your homies. Don't make it about your kids. Don't make it about what you're saying, how you impact people. You, what are you feeling in this moment? I think that that page is more so geared towards this. So I do understand more what you're saying now because I, I was totally in the dark <laughs> first but i do get what you're saying just i, I just think only. that this is conscious yeah but but again okay. like you said it's 447 posts the focus of this page is it's it's a tool for your toolbox it ain't the whole toolbox it ain't the the yeah. one all be all what you would yeah. go with i think this page's purpose is to build up that part of you that most niggas suppress because we're told we're not supposed to do that it ain't supposed to be you first you need to consider everybody else especially as a black man we get that like it ain't so you got to put this person first you got to make sure this person's straight this page's focus is you have to take care of you 
because that's the only way that you're going to be the best thing where you can do all the other shit that you want to do yeah so while i understand what you're saying i do think that their focus is hey nigga build this armor up from head to toe mm-hmm. and get ready to go out here in this world to make that impact that you're talking about i don't it think it diminishes the impact that you're speaking of it's just that there's prep work before we go do that and i i, I agree i agree with what you're saying i think i just think this statement does even uh-huh. with their brand of being hey this is a self-help black men post page yeah i still don't think this fits because you could say that's again if let's say we're gonna take everybody out the equation say okay it's not about impact it's just about right. personal growth so it's about uh-huh. you right now to to say the only thing to get from life is growth that is sad to me i think you're focusing on that only too much moment Bro, no, no, work you. No, no, no. You are Words a reader. Something. You yeah. are a reader, and you so are more intelligent than I am. And so, no, no, you, no, no. I, I, so you smart. know, you, you know, you're a pretty smart guy. I mean, but I'm, but I, I'm, I give credit what credit is due because you're well read, re- well educated. I'm saying that to say you, you have, and you are in therapy, so you're getting a, a, a wholesome view of. Yeah. Yourself and 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 people's uh, characteristics and how they uh, behaviors. I'm saying that to say, yeah, I'm not trying to focus on it. But when you have 400 posts, there is right. intentionality to what you're saying. So to say only you meant that. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I think to the other side of again, not saying that you're wrong, just the yeah. other side of it. You do have 400 posts. You have created a voice or a lane or a people that at this point have gotten what you're trying to say. At least you would think so. Or if they don't, and this is the first one they've seen, they would go back and you know kind of check out your other posts if they like this one. I think that again, it's a tool versus an end all be all. Never do you only want the focus to be you. However, these are things again I, this is, I don't know this person running this page this is my thought process and my perspective of it. I'm thinking that the thought process is you need to make sure that you are right before you go out fighting these battles that we have to fight I think that's it um, and I don't think that it diminishes like you said there are, of course there are other things that factor into to being a whole person a whole black man out here in this world however Growth, that's that's big, Mo. No, it like is that's big. the thing. Like, <clears throat> you don't want to be. You want to be a little bit better every day, right? Like that's the thought process. Okay, I don't want to get worse. I know when I play football, you play sports. You, mm-hmm. you may not watch them, but every day you go out, you want to be just a little bit better. You don't want to stay the same. You don't want to get worse. You just even if it's just a smidgen better. And if you add that to your to your life, it's a constant stage of growth, right? Yeah, but like everything comes with that. Everything that I grow, if, if 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 I'm putting, if I'm correctly watering the seeds that I plant, then it is all about the next crop of the growth. I'm making sure I'm cultivating. I'm making sure that I water them. They get enough sun. They gonna have the right dirt in there. Like all of this about growth. Same thing with you. Like everything that you do, though it may not be growth in that moment, it does cultivate to the overall scenario. I agree. As I, mean, I would think. But I mean you have your no, right. No, 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 no. I agree. I just I just think that 
again, I just think, it, and I don't know how many followers this person has or the impact they have, but I think that this page has. I've seen some of your posts with it, and I've liked three hundred and fourteen thousand followers. Okay, all right. Again, I'm putting your feet to your fire. Whoever's you hate popular stuff, man. No, I don't. I'm still. You don't no, like. there's some things. There's some things. Yeah, What's the most popular Drake. Other than Drake, what's the popular thing that you like? That that I like. Some yeah, give me stuff. like. Do you like Chick Fil A? When I when I used to eat chicken, yeah. Oh, that's right, you. Know, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I, I like Chick Fil A. I mean, I like Applebee's. I like, you know, what I mean, like, I like, I like regular popular places. Like, it ain't, it ain't that. It and even this page. It's not so much about the popularity because I didn't really do the, the research on it. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Again. I no, know. I wouldn't. I know you didn't know that at first, but when I said it, you kind of turned. Oh well, yeah, because then it's like, okay, now it really hones in because it's like <laughs> you got four hundred posts, you got over, you got six digits of followers, a bank account worth of, you know what I mean. So you're saying the only thing to get from life, and there's so much to get from life. If you're going to encourage a black man, if you ever hear this podcast, if you're going to encourage a black man, don't say the only thing to get is growth. No, that's one of the things to get in life is growth. There's there's love to get from life. There's impact. There's memories. There's uh, 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 peace within yourself. All of that be growth, though? I'm just looking for an out. I'm thinking that all of that is encompassed in growth. If I would like to. Okay. But, 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 I, 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 Again, I'm not mad at it if that's what you're going with, because it's like, yo, I'm going strong with my statement. This is what I'm yeah. saying. Agree or don't agree. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I just think when I seen that, I thought it was interesting. And I thought we we could have a conversation about it. That's all. It wasn't me trying to like fuss with Spike for the sake of. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> I want to see where you stood on it. Uh, <laughs> do people think you do that? Fuss with fuss for the sake of? Do I don't you, know. People- you got uh, accused of that before? <laughs> no, nah, I mean you would know because people people reach out to you. Nobody, I only had one purpose, person. No, I'm just saying your general me. life and just in general life. Oh, like like argue for the sake of. Mm. You my wife, like you my wife thinks sometimes. I do, but I don't. I knew it. I, I knew I, I wasn't do. the only. I one. never do though. <laughs> I never. I, I I let so much ride before I finally. That's the problem though. If, if you like when you start getting into therapy though, you the stuff that you let ride and then it all build up. That's why it comes off to her that way. Well then, you, if I do it all the time, what you just have to that? find that you have to find the right way to do it. Like you have to find a loving, uh, you got to challenge yourself to find a way to make it where you don't feel like you're holding it in, but you also don't feel like you're being ignored or it's something that you are suppressing and is making you angry. Because then, when you finally come out with that shit, it do sound like oh, this nigga just want to argue. You know what I mean? I, I'm and I'm not saying that from a place of having perfected it. I'm still no, working. No, yeah, I'm no, the same no, I get way. what you're saying. Yeah, I let shit ride and ride and ride until one yeah. day it's like, okay, motherfucker, you got me for like, all let's right, do, let's yeah. do this. Yeah. yeah, let's come I'm, on. I'm let's here. Do it. I'm here for it. Yeah. So I'm the same way. Now, not even just with my grill, but just in general. Like, well, you don't want to be a nag, you know what I mean? Because it's like, well, I'm right? not a. Just even on what we're talking about with this, I'm not a confrontational person. So we can get into just the, the topic and we'll go to, we'll yeah, we can go but to, just yeah, we a little bit of the topic. I'm not a confrontational person at all. Like I get like not not no tears or nothing, but I can physically feel myself change. Like when I'm in a confrontation, which I try to avoid confrontations. That's why yeah. I, I'm so laid back. Like you, I can have like a little your arm. You know how you you know how when you get mad, like you your arm is shaking, your voice will get a little mm-hmm. change a little bit. Mm-hmm. You try not to show it. I don't. I hate being that. I hate being That's that. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable because you're trying to suppress that feeling. The, 
how I got through that though is I got into sales. Like being in sales, like you have those conversations every day. People are like, especially like if you're doing like cold calling or cold sales oh, or something man, like that. Cold calling is like rough. people are just like, man, what the fuck do you want? And you just gotta go through it. But that helped me with my communication a hundred percent getting into sales and, and, and increasing just my threshold for for confrontation, to be honest with you. Um, but before we get there, I do want to talk about T Grizzly. Okay, well random. You, well, you 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 I want to. I brought this up. Uh, Spike had uh, put this as his put on from on deck. Yep. Uh, and you know, I, I don't. I don't know if they'll speak on the next week. We'll see. But in the meantime, no, while you're here at another week in the books, yeah, okay. Well, he says no. So while we <laughs> while we're here on another week in the books, uh, Spike, you can go into it. Kind of preface what the album was. Preface some of the themes, some of the stories. There was a lot of confrontation there, and a lot of scenarios in which there was ish problem solving in their own way. So, can you kind of go into it and what you felt about how they dealt with confrontation in that? The only way they know how. So, this album, this album, one hundred percent surprised me. I didn't listen to any of the interviews, anything of that nature. I just went in blind because. I'm a fan of Detroit culture. I like uh, a lot of Detroit artists. I just it's it's it stands out to me, as you know. I recommended that podcast. Even mm-hmm. big fan of Detroit culture. Uh, so I listen to T Grizzly every time he drop actually, and I listened to this one, and it, I was yeah every time he drop an album, I listen to. Wow, uh, I was blown away to not to exaggerate listening to this i was riding up going to holler at my homeboy don and i was just it's about a 30 minute ride so it was just enough for this album mm-hmm. headed over there put this on again wasn't expecting like the regular rap shit and it was a whole album full of stories and that was refreshing to me and on on deck i made the comparison that rap was like the nba dunk contest now mm-hmm. like it takes so much to be wild in my opinion like we didn't seen it all as rap fans now this many years in it ain't too much more stuff that you can do niggas and rap backwards niggas and had beef song like everything you've done you can do however dedicating this whole album to his experiences and different stories that were in his head was dope as fuck to me almost like a concept it is a concept album. it is yeah and it, it, it wasn't just generic stories these are stories that we could relate to being from a certain place like the the stories that you hear and hear how it plays out you're like damn i know a nigga that that happened to damn they almost word for word so that's what made it so compelling to me so dope is that he was on there taking some experiences that you can tell he may have like exaggerating in some of them yeah. but this is shit that it did happen around the way in detroit which is why it was so fascinating to me and why I liked it so much. It sounded, again, I love Detroit culture. It sounded like some shit that he just seen or saw or heard growing up. I had a question. What did you think? And this is not a album review podcast, clearly, but the Jay and Twan, you know, situation, you know, the they, teacher. They, no, that's uh, Miss cool. Evans. The, 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 okay. the track. Remind me how Jay and Twan was. So Jay and Twan was the very first story he gets into. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So Jay and Twan, they do this robbery. Uh, they rob. I forgot where they robbed, but they robbed the situation. They got they got the bag. Cops oh, is on yeah, them. Some kind of situation. Me. But one of the homies 
Twan, I mean Jay shot Twan in the head. Uh thought he was dead. He he collected his money and and Jay uh Jay was or Twan was in the hospital for a while and Twan eventually got out. Then yeah. but there were some other niggas that was trying to be up against Twan. They tried to get Twan. Jay came through and shot the nigga. And so he was like, "Hey bro, look, let's call Child it even. Yeah. Let's call it even like I saved your life." You know, and and it, the dopest thing is T Grizzly. He said in that first original, at the end of the verse, they hugged it out and let it go. But then he hit the rewind, he rewinded it, and, and then did the Twine shot that nigga in the head, bro. <laughs> I, I like that though. Oh, I did like. I that. hate I hate happy ending movies, bro. I like real endings, or even like the okay. Sopranos. Like I like like being left in like, damn. I wonder That's maybe. How that's the best way. Yeah, it is. That's real life. So, um, what were you asking about the scenario specifically, or just so? The well, I was gonna ask. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of self-explanatory. But I was gonna ask, like, the confrontational part of that of T Grizzly in that story. Like, do you feel that that was warranted, or do you feel like if a nigga like shot you in the head, yeah, so, <laughs> but you live, never forgiving no nigga to shoot you. That's why I was like, man. Like they said type of setup like you get set up like that bro like you can you don't have to hold grudges but you gotta be smart like you ain't gotta like I hate this nigga or, or wish death on a nigga or nothing like that but you can't let the nigga put you in the same situation twice yeah and they come with moving a different way so like you said like even if you did say the nigga and this and that like you still shot me in my head and left me for dead bro like that, that's something that, that wasn't like that's in you so if the situation presents itself again and we getting money, like I would have to assume that you would do that again, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I, I like how he went and changed the internet. Yeah, like yeah. I think that w- one of the things, like you do allow people to grow, like we've talked about in this episode, but you still got to be smart. You got to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't blindly be in relationships or in situations where people manipulating you. Cause you trying to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Cause you think they a good person. Ah oh, man, he don't mean nothing by it. like we 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 let ourselves get caught up in that shit a lot. Ah oh, man, a good dude, man. He don't mean nothing by. It. I'm just gonna look the other way this time. One, because you, well, mainly because of what we talking about today. Well, confrontation as black men, we we really haven't gotten to where we need to be or aren't. We need to be in our bag more with that, with the confrontation point, because we can yeah. learn a lot more from it. Yeah. We can have a lot more conversations if we weren't avoiding confrontation. And having those conversations, we would get to a better end versus, oh, I'm going to avoid the confrontation because I want to resolve. I want the friendship to be cool, or I don't want a motherfucker to think that I'm weird, or I don't want to know where this may go to because, man, I might get violent, or he might get violent. The best way I feel like for us to be able to elevate, like we said from this podcast, is is being able to have confrontations where I don't, I'm not worried about like getting violent with you. I'm not worried about disagreeing or anything of that nature because I know we can talk it out. I know we are well enough communicators to where either you're going to get what I'm saying, I'm going to get what you're saying, or we're going to agree to disagree. But as black men, we don't have that option a lot of time. Like those ain't the three options. Like our three options is like, nigga, we finna fight. I ain't finna never talk to this nigga again. I'm finna pop this nigga. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, we got it in our head that those are our options. And oh, like, I, 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 go ahead. We're not exposed. We're not exposed to 
how to navigate those things, bro. Like we listen to rap music. Like for some of us that don't have fathers, or some of us don't have fathers that teach us how to navigate controversy or uh, a confrontation with a homeboy, with some a close, you know, black man or friendship. We don't have that, so we're not exposed to. And then it's like if you do that, based on what you've seen, people clown it. At least in the last decade, the decade prior. Where people climbing like ah oh, that nigga should have or he should have you know what I mean like we're not exposed to how to deal with those confrontation like I spoke to it last week about my homeboys but that wasn't so much I didn't get that from anybody I just knew that I had to speak up you know what I'm saying like look do y'all look at me as y'all brother do y'all look at my wife as y'all sister if so. I'm challenging that because I've always been an outspoken person. You know what I'm saying? Well, I ain't going to say always, but once I got out of high school and went to college and I reinvented myself, I, from that point, I was always an outspoken person. I always had a lot to say, but I was too scared to say it until I got to college. And from that point, I always spoke so. But at the end of at that point, I wasn't necessarily ready to lose friendships or I wasn't even thinking about where it could go. I just knew that if y'all rock with me, this is what it is. But if they had fell off, then I would, it would have been whatever. I'm a natural loner. So do you think it would have been possible for them to have that conversation? And like y- y'all are still friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would it have surprised you had they not been your friend after that, after you brought that to their attention? Uh, honestly, no, because because they know <laughs> think- you. Well, I think that a lot of us black men, we have abandonment issues. You know what I'm saying? So we just kind of used to like, ah, oh, well, nigga just left. Ah, oh, okay, cool. They, they, this man just, you know, we we are, I'm not going to say we're okay with people walking out of our lives, but we're familiar with it. So it's not the end of the world for us, unfortunately. So for me, if that would have been the case, I would have just been like, all right, well, that's what it was. We don't do a lot to preserve relationships, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, you have right a lot of abandonment that. issues. One of the key points that you brought up, though, what's helped me um, with confrontation, like you bought, you hit a nail on the head, and that's the music, bro. Like, people may not believe in like the frequencies and vibrations and shit of the world. Yes, that's cool. You don't have to. However, I know for a fact when I start stopped listening to so much music. Like my thought process changed on how to handle people, handle mm-hmm. confrontation, the options that I had in confrontation. It's like you said, we hear it, and when you we're not pulling from a dad or an uncle or, or something like that. We pulling from this bravado image that this rapper is trying to portray because he's trying to sell us music. And all of those downloads, whether it be Tupac, Master P, UGK, and I'm not shitting on these people. They just sharing their artistic views. Mm-hmm. But I, for the life of me, couldn't understand what someone like Dolores Tucker was saying when she was trying to ban Tupac. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think the music should be banned. I don't think that's the case. But you brought up a great point. It's like the downloads that we're getting and taking out into the world aren't nurturing, aren't resolved. Let's figure out a way to do this. Or let's have a real conversation so both you and I can communicate how we're feeling, move past it and go on. Like you don't where where are you pulling that from as a black man? Where do you see that at? 
this is why I, I push so much for like just regular I love just like regular black movies it's just regular like it ain't yeah. gotta be about selling drugs it ain't gotta be like yeah. just some super duper ghetto or or or, or uh, drug shit like scandalous shit like just regular black shit where you just get to see people operate in different situations and then like you said that adds to your thought process and your levels but yeah you hit a nail on the head especially with younger black men like you'll see all of these videos and shit and you're wondering like man where did nigga even get that type of like where you get that from mm-hmm. but it's what they listening to yeah like, what, what else would they know you know like, there is no alternative there to is it. no alternative you know and i want to speak to what you spoke about with the the movie thing but i think i want to speak on the other podcast about that <laughs> i'm going to speak on good earners i'm going to speak about about like the selling drugs the this and that i'm gonna speak to that on that podcast y'all just be on the lookout for good earners man uh but as far as like the young boy you know what i mean like where they get that from how did they figure out how to navigate it for me the reality situation is like when you're hurt and nobody is there to show you how to navigate when you're hurt you're liable to do anything bro anything if you don't have nobody to give you constructive criticism or constructive direction on how to move when you're hurt when somebody hurts your feelings you're liable to do anything because in my mind and in my eyes i'm a young boy whatever i'm about to do you deserve because of how i feel i don't care what we can still rock or we ain't got to rock at all but what i'm about to do I'm not even mature enough to consider the consequences either. Exactly. It's like right now, this is all that matters. I ain't thinking about this nothing. This emotion in this moment. That's exactly. all that matters. You got exactly. so many little niggas in jail behind that. So many little niggas that made the wrong decisions behind because all that matters in this moment is I'm mad or I'm scared or yeah. I feel disrespected. Yeah. So I got to act on that. I got to. And I, I, I wanted to and ask. You don't why. get a lot of like, you don't get a lot of. Like it's so deep in what you said when you're talking about the music because we're raised off entertainment in our culture like in our in, in our culture specifically because i know especially for me when i've talked about how i view like a master p or tupac those same people that i just mentioned i, I could view them as uncles yeah. or like the people that raised me because my mom was at work mm-hmm. she wasn't there saying hey when this happens you should do this, that, or the third. Mm-hmm. Or she wasn't a black man. I wouldn't. Exactly. <laughs> That's one, the main thing. Yeah. And two, like it, it wasn't a thing either where you get to get immediate counsel. Yeah. Like, like I, I couldn't call mom at work and be like, man, like they outside doing this and like what I'm supposed to do right here. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So that information that you're getting on how to handle that come with what you taking in every day and i know every day for me i got my headphones on whether i'm walking to the bus stop i'm at home cleaning up or playing the video game my headphones is on banging the music mm-hmm. so you getting all those downloads and what they did in those situations and scenarios and you feel like you have to handle yourself in the same way my I, just your outlook on stuff just and I still listen to music because, of course, yeah. I do a hip hop podcast. But I cut it down a lot, and it's, it's you see a lot more clearer, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, well, if you have nowhere else to turn to, you know, what I mean, like I don't have a black man in my inner circle or in my day to day living 
where do I turn? I'm turning to hip hop music that I'm listening to grown black men speak about their experiences. They turned out all right. They successful. They alive. They making money. They they look nice. I'm going to rock with what they rocking with. And from that point, I navigate that way. And so when you get brothers like, you know, NBA Young Boy or some of these other brothers, uh, Lil Dirk or Dirkio, if you may, and, you know, they Who speak in. You don't remember that was his name change. Don't play. I, <laughs> this guy I did not know that. Animal Brown hired me for on deck. No, it's play. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember when he was trying to do the name change, the Durkio thing, but it didn't I quite. Know. I missed it. I don't listen to Dirk though. So I don't either. But I mean, yeah, he's in my. Region. That's your generation, though. Yeah, that's your. your uh, was that 2010? My generation. That's definitely your generation. You 30, 35, 32, 30. I'm mean, I was 20 yeah. in 2010. All right. I mean, definitely what, 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 okay, hold on. Sidebar. What, what's the era? Is it when you're 20 and going up? I would say 16, 16, like 24. Okay, so 16, 24. So it's 16, 2006. It's Kanye, T.I., 50. Ah, uh, no, that ain't your generation. How? That's my generation. See, that's the problem. See? This what old this Kanye, not you, 50, like, but this yeah. what the this what the old guys do. Y'all move the goalposts. Y'all want to no, take. Just, I was wait. mistaken. I was wrong. I okay, because so, if that's your if that's what you're telling me, like that, do you wait? Do you feel like that's your generation or what? I feel like here's why I feel like the area is when you can understand what they're talking about. That's when the area. See, that depends on your experience, though. I was I listening like, to Pocket like Full of Stones I, at, at 11 or whenever that shit well, came out. Well, my first experience of understanding music was Usher, You Got It Bad. And I was... Oh, well, shit, I understood. Um, That was my first time. I was in the car, uh, emotionalist. That's funny. I probably was funny. eight years old, bro, 98 or something. Like, I don't know, 2000. Yeah, like your little fourth grade crush. I remember like a little fourth yeah, grade crush you know I had. Like a, it was, uh, for me, that song was... Uh, <laughs> What's the fucking name of that group, man? Is it Shy? Is that, oh, yeah, is that a that, group? Yeah. yeah, 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 Shy. Yeah, didn't they have, what was the name of the song? The, the, uh, uh, the, the acapella song, the... Um, if you ever... That, yeah. that, that right there, that was mine for that. I remember I had a little crush and everything. Yeah. The shit used to come on like top right and I was in uh, Creed That's Hall. fire, too. Yeah, I remember that. How'd you so, fall yeah, off like, of R&B? I listen that, to that era of R&B still. Okay. I stopped listening okay. to R&B. Uh, the last, the last like, well, I listened to Sir's album. That John okay. like uh, John Redcorn is one of my favorite songs like John of all time Redcorn. by Sir. Oh, Absolutely, okay, sir, I listen yeah. to that. Uh, but I feel like the last good R&B album straight through for me yeah. was that um, uh, what's your man's name? Frank Ocean, Acre and the 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 way he had okay, the orange whip sitting on there. 2011, yeah. yeah the, uh, the uh, but before that, it was like Usher, Confessions, R. Kelly, T. P. Okay. So you I go pass that and gone. then you go. Yeah. Okay, so after, know. dang, ain't nothing. Yeah, nothing. I can't think. Of you know what? Nothing. Now, now I'm gonna do some research. That may, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna try to create a homework assignment here in the next few weeks. I'm gonna make I'm it a playlist. I listen to a playlist. A playlist. You, you think that's better? Post that. I listen to a playlist. But yeah, I don't got playlist. nothing to post that. Like my most, like I said, the most current R and B person for me. I listen to some Brent Fire. You said yeah, said Brent Fire. Yeah. He yeah. had one song that go about his homeboys and shit that was dope. He said the waste. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I listen to Ari Lennox album. Not this one, really? the last one, the Shea Butter Baby. Oh, the Shea Butter, yeah. I like her because I like that's I like I like Ari. Lennox. Is it because like, she has that Erica Badu vibe? I feel like she she ain't got that down. I like Erica Badu I mean, too, but I mean she the got the natural wise. vibe. Yeah. Well, oh, I thought you were talking about her personality. I like I like uh, her personality. Yeah, more yeah, so. Okay. I think she's an attractive, fine female oh, she as well. Came up, she came up crazy. Too. Yeah, Ari looked good. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like her yeah, personality. She liked sure. that uh Floetry probably was the last okay. Ayla album when it's getting late and hey you and say yes, shit mm-hmm. like that. After right, that I was yes, going, crazy. Say yes, fire. Yeah. That's something else. All right, man. Look at Spike over here, man, with the R and B, man, the B yeah, sides over there. Absolutely. I like that. I like that. That's Thanks. something we're gonna revisit. I I like to find out information that's like not popular that you you might think nobody cares about but i'm the person that cares about stuff like that people don't realize too uh as we get into the conversation people realize me and you had never met like we only have met through podcasting and talking like i I guess that's more normal in today's time but like people that are listening to this that kind of stumble upon it is y'all have to realize maurice and i have never met so we are finding things Mm -hmm. out about each other as we continue to give you these glorious another week in the books podcast is that is that crazy to you as we continue to move it is forward? as it, you it, think as i think about it yeah so this is I, the type of person that I this am. is the first time you've ever done something like this like uh, like uh uh collaborated or build a partnership with somebody you never physically met but you've had conversations with yeah absolutely because wow. like you were speaking of earlier man and i i kind of sh- discipline my I try to change my thought process and kind of get I am hard on myself for how I used to be back in the day because like you said you popular you hang around your friends so like homeboy actually brought this to my attention when he was talking we were talking about the homework from last week and um, he was like the dude that you we, sent me the screenshot nah nah that was scoops oh, okay. that sent the screenshot uh, no no that screenshot was from the uh, I said it's a white dude <laughs> yeah, that was from IGDM. Oh, well, excuse me, on Twitter. He'd been listening on deck for a while, probably as long as oh, you okay. Brent. Okay. Yeah, so shout out to Brent, man. But um, no, my homeboy, Jay Hove, he was talking about, it. he was like, bro, what you don't understand is, uh, this is going to sound like it's bragging. He was like, people have always wanted to be like cool or, or associated with a group of people that we hung with. Okay. So we really don't, like, we take it kind of for granted like being cool or how people may view you mm-hmm. and to answer and answering your question i wish growing up that i had been more open to just talking and networking with people outside of my immediate circle because we made it real hard on niggas <laughs> we weren't trying to hear like oh, bro like man. get over yeah, here pause yeah like get away from me i don't want to hear it my nigga like I, I don't know you like so but yeah, but as I've so gotten older, there. yeah, man, I've tried to be 100% different from that. Like I can, like as Animal Brown was saying, one of the things, that's one of the things that I've tried to focus on. And I can really, I can go start a conversation with anybody. Like I can be, and that shit backfires on me. I guess I just got their face now too, pause. Cause like I'll be places now, people will just come up talking to me. Hey man, I'm like, bro, do I look like, do I look sweet or something? Yeah, Why you, you look, just you come look up and start Dude, I, I assume so, I, but I, I even have that now where people like I'll be like on the plane or like you said at the resort 
or somewhere we were talking about earlier and people just come up and they'll just start talking we have a conversation i mean people playing golf doing that just recently like at Yo, the, the driving range that's Thanks. a benefit like if you if you have a friendly because i get that all the time and i'm always surprised because i'm dark-skinned so i'm really that's surprised funny. like i'm like yo that's crazy you dark skin niggas boy y'all to you and nick i can't wait to nick get on here because you two niggas are the dark skin crusaders y'all niggas, yes please y'all see colorism in everything see, when niggas you don't, don't get even it because you ain't never had that nigga hate steph curry like nah, i don't hate <laughs> steph i like steph i like steph nick i really like steph and i because he likes me but it's, it's funny just well but, I, but, I, I, but it but reminds then, me of him because i hear him yeah. say random stuff and attribute it to colorism Ooh, i can't I, that I never even nick is already him. my guy He's already, <laughs> he's my guy already, cause, bro, the stuff I, I be I heard the crying at the lunch table, like that's just one example of funny. being dark and and it being. I guess you're right though, cause I'm not dark skin. My girl's that's dark. She speaks to that too. Like I yeah, never but, like. But here's the thing though, if if you know, and I don't know what her her come up story is, but like if you're dark skin and you're a woman, but you got it together, it don't hold the same weight. If you a dude and you dark skin. And like, mind you, like I, I was doing everything to try to make people forget I'm dark skinned. I got That's waves, nice. I got nice clothes, I got gear, I got cologne, cause I, I'm, and that speaks. It's a deeper conversation about insecurity, but I can't wait to Nick get on here, cause we're gonna we're gonna That's break this down shit. as far as the colorism thing, but. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, how we got on that dive, yeah, this is brand new for me. Meeting with someone, like yeah. doing this, like even you and I talk offline and, and texting, like being that open with people that I didn't traditionally grow up with. Cause like I told you, like all of my friends that I grew up with, like we're still cool. Yeah. Like I went home to, I went home a couple of weeks ago to Nashville for my cousin's 40th birthday. And it was this cat in there. He was helping the DJ out. Yeah. He, he's from the city. He know us. And he like, man, I can't believe y'all niggas is still cool, bro. He was like, man, because he's older than us. Mm-hmm. He used to be like a good basketball player in the city and shit like that. But he I, he may be two or three years older than us. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah same grade. So he knew of us. We all went to the same center, the same community center, uh, Seville Park. I need to get some Seville Park merch made. That's but yeah, we all went to the same center and shit like that. So he was like, man, I can't believe y'all niggas is still cool, man. I tell you, man, y'all niggas have been cool through it been at least such and such years man he said man i just want to commend that man because i didn't see niggas fall out over this that and the third you know the whole spiel that you get yeah but i say all of that to say man it's just like it was hard for a long time to open up and be open to new people but now i really appreciate it and i, I lean into it now when i feel like it sometimes yeah. you just I hate it i mean this like has been a learning people. process for me you know what i'm saying like like spike has spoke of it's like we never formally met each other. You know, I shot my shot in regards to some content creating and we created this and we also have something else. Good earners coming here in a real near future. So I never done that like this, but the approach that I took, I tried to rock with people that were close with me and we did do some things, but they fell off because they didn't have the same vision I had. And so it, it left me on my ass by myself on the island. So I'm like, damn. So it's, it's so hard to time. work with people that you cool with. It is. So it's like I, I always had seen your professionalism, and I told y'all, y'all know the story. I reached out to y'all during the pandemic about my other show, and uh, you know, y'all responded to it. And then I said, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna come back. And then of course I heard Snow School, and then I reached out again. You know what I'm saying? So, but, 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 but that's another conversation. We'll, we'll you want to do with. Snow School with me this year? 
bro, hey, you hit me up and let me know what's up. Like, I'm here for whatever. <laughs> you like, like Snowfall? The, yeah, I like Snowfall, but it, it's definitely... This is the last season, so yeah, we like it. It's definitely dropped, though. Let's be, let's be oh very... Oh, God, yes. Yes, it's dropped, but... but, but <laughs> Hold on, because I don't want to... But let, let me just get into the confrontation here, but... And we'll, we'll do the recap of last week's homework conversation. I'll move that to the bottom of the okay. of, of our docket but but as we get into it spike i want to ask what is confrontation to you at this age versus what what was confrontation to you when you were younger and the reason i ask this is because you know things change as you get older and you mature so i wanted to ask what would be confrontational to spike today if there is anything versus when you were a young boy in the 20s mm-hmm. I think confrontation today is anything where you're gonna get you're getting out of character, like when somebody saying, what, is pushing you. Oh, okay, okay. Somebody pushing your buttons to the point where you gotta yell or you gotta, you know, use phrases that you wouldn't usually use, be more aggressive than you would usually be. Now you in a confrontation, like well, you're in the midst a of a Um, that's a good question. Cause it, it, that, it, it, well, that can bring the homework back up. So I tell you a trigger for me okay, that so I didn't no, realize because I was talking to someone about the homework. I had to gauge my people after that conversation that we had to see <laughs> where I was wrong. No, I'm constantly growth. Yeah. I had to see where I was wrong. At. Like I, I, I'm not one of those people, regardless of how it may come off, and I know it does come off this way sometimes. I don't think that I'm perfect or that I know everything. Well, it's because I've been you're told a, a lot. Person. Yeah, that, that's what I've been and told a lot. Yeah. You, you, you think you know it. I swear I, I don't. I, I am. Know. I do not think that at all. Yeah. However, you asked me about a trigger and two people in asking about the homework brought up what I really didn't realize was a trigger for me. And that's when people, that ain't a trigger for anybody when you're, when your character's being questioned. Okay. But more so for me because I tr- really, really try to be a stand up person. And how my guy Don explained it to me. I told you I was listening to that T Grizzly head off. He was he was like, he just met me within the last three years. He was like, you carry yourself in a way that if somebody even thinks that you're trying to get over on them, you offended. Because how could first of all, why would I have to get over on you? Like what what purpose would it serve me to to try to short end of the stick you? So for you to even think that I'm a poo putt nigga, I ain't, I'm not talking about you. Yeah. I'm just talking about a trigger for me. For someone to even think that I'm a nigga that has a scheme or circumvent the truth or play you to the left for me to get off speaks directly against the confidence that you said that I have. Mm-hmm. So that's a trigger for me when people like think that I'm being manipulative. My girl knows she know that's a when she say I'm trying to manipulate her. Why? That's one of those things Like like, nah Because I'm 100% trying to be genuine Because I want people to do that with me I want you to be like Be real with me and let me make the determining fact On how it affects me But don't try to curtail me Into feeling a way I hate doing that and I don't like that being done To me Okay. So that's a big trigger for me When people question my motive Or question that I'm not being as sincere or genuine as a person that I know that I am because I go out of my way to do so. Do like, I think, don't even... Go ahead. Well, do you think it's a question of your genuineness or do you think it's a question of your intention as far as being a positive intention versus negative? Right, that's because it. That's why I'm, okay, because that's why I was wondering, Both. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if people question your genuineness because I feel like... I mean, maybe people do because I'm not you, but 
I know me, I never will question your genuineness, but I, I just if I'm putting myself in the shoes of somebody that's questioning anything, I'm more so questioning the intent of is this a positive outlook or is this a neutral to negative outlook where it's like this is how you feel, but it has these ramifications. Is that more of what's in question? Yeah, the second part. hundred percent. Um Say that. Say it again. Say that last part again. Uh, so, more so, questioning is it, your intention, not necessarily being positive, but being neutral or negative, not understanding the ramifications of the statements that you're making in that moment. Almost being dismissive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like people will misinterpret. Yes. Like when people misinterpret me. For being dismissive just because I don't have a similar viewpoint or thought process. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That gets yeah a lot. A lot of people would think about me. Oh, we don't care. Or I carry myself in a way where it's a. Uh, well, you got a non nonsense. Nonchalant, very non nonchalant, and no nonsense too. Yeah. Like both of them. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like that to be misconstrued as I don't give a fuck or I don't have feelings. Okay. As well Like that kind of Because I do try to go out of my way To make sure that I'm being Open to let you know how I'm feeling about stuff Would you and would you express your feelings though? Like if, 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 me if it's you, worth it to me Like with you yeah Like now we're building something Hopefully okay. this takes off and it's successful yeah. So that's yeah. the reason that I kept digging on the home yeah. like Had that yeah, been yeah. someone else I mean fuck this Okay we'll talk next week bro well, yeah. Like yeah. And that would have been it yeah. However, yeah. I did think that that was a learning moment, even when we were in the moment, yeah. and and to yeah. to go full circle on it. So we can talk about it now. Yeah, that's fine. Where my mistake was, and and I do want to make sure that I let you know this, and what my guy Don was telling me and explaining that, and Scoops said the same thing. He was like, "Bro, you have to realize, and and this is new to me, not growing up around black men or even looking at being an only child, looking at myself in a certain light." Mm-hmm. He's like bro you don't realize when people And my girl really brought this to my attention a long time ago Not even dealing with She's like you don't realize when people may look up to you Or the certain respect mm-hmm. That they may have to you mm-hmm. So While they're looking up to you and they have this respect for you If it's coming off That you're flippant Or nonchalant About something that they want you to do Or an, an inquiry that they make mm-hmm. With you it may come off as you don't care now I didn't was Donald saying I'll know you and I know it isn't that way. However, if I was someone like Mo who had never met you, it can come off like, oh, you trying to use me, my nigga. Like you just trying to get my talents and and get this podcast right and you you ain't even taking into consideration the the benefit that I bring to the table. And I was like, well, damn, I never thought about it. like and that hurt my feelings. Cause that would be the last thing that I would want to curtail because i felt that way before in doing in these spaces and doing this i felt undervalued Mm. opinion not being listened to the way that i thought it should so never would i want to come off that way Mm -hmm. and that was another thing that i was trying maybe incorrectly in that moment with the homework to keep pushing towards is Mm -hmm. i don't want your feelings to be hurt when i don't listen to something because i'm not meaning it in in that way that i just explained it yeah i'm 100 not meaning it being dismissive or not thinking that your opinion was important 
Yeah. It's just, and Jay Ho brought this to my attention. He was like, bro, you do that shit to me, and I've been knowing you for 30 years. I'd be like, hey, bro, listen to this Jack Harlow, and you'd be like, no, nah, I'm not listening to that. There's no way that you would ever get me this. But it's a good album, bro. Like, you've been knowing me for 30 years. Just take a minute out of your day and listen to it. And he was like, you was just, no, I'm not listening to it, bro, because it's Jack Harlow. Like, that, and, and he brought that example up to me. This was Jack Harlow's first album. Yeah. And he was like, I don't second take album. it to turn second album. Yeah, no, no, I listened to the second album because we reviewed it. Oh, that. oh, okay. And he was telling me, even I, this is how recent that was. He was telling me after that second album, since he heard the review, he was like, bro, go listen to the first album. If you thought that second one was decent, you may like the first album because it's better. He's a Jack Harlow fan. I was like, yeah, man, bro, heard, I'm not listening. Yeah, I've heard him speak. And I was like, bro, I'm not listening to that. He's like, no, why would you even suggest that to me, bro? He's like, bro, just listen to that. I'm, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I almost no. feel like if you did that, I'd be like, cool, let me try a different route. Uh-huh. What you yeah. mean? Like if you come off right away, like yo, I ain't listen. Nah, I'm. I. I. I this ain't. This. This see, ain't. The, that's a good point because because you know I mean? then in, it's in, like in I my, wa- you see what I'm saying. I'm not waiting for you to already be dismissive. Give if you, you dismissive at the front door. Cool. Let me try something else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like because it's like I'm waiting in anticipation. It's like yeah, like like yeah, that yeah, quick. Yeah. Like ah, oh, yeah. damn. You know what I mean? So, but again. Yeah. The point that I really wanted to get across is it's never I don't want it to seem that way that I don't definitely don't want to make you feel underappreciated in doing this or that yeah. I don't value as much you add as much to this podcast as I do. Mm. That, so if it was coming off that way to you or anyone listening, I definitely want you and everyone to know that I appreciate your input mm. and I do see the value in it. I just don't listen to Warren Moss podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I just like some stuff. I just—it's <laughs> nah, hard for me, bro. It's like but, it's hard for me, and I put—I put a lot of value on bandwidth, dude, because I do a lot. And I told I, you the story about my mom, so it's hard for me to lock in, even if it's in the background. I would rather be listening to something else in the background that I prefer versus you know something that I just didn't take to in the beginning. But again, it's never in a thing where it's yeah. offense or devaluing your opinion. I never want you to think that. Well, let me let me let me speak to it. And this this section is kind of like the recap of last week's homework about um, confrontation too. Co- confrontation, yeah. and so, and I'll, I'll I'll kind of give y'all a little bit of a, a backstory here. But before I do that, so last week when we had that conversation, I get that, and that's why I said just a moment ago, if you just say to me off rip like, "Hey, come with about two or three homework assignments because see both our understandings of the homework assignment was different see your understanding of it was hey no it's about the compelling content of this section Mm -hmm. so it's a it's not so much about if i like it or don't it's more so about being it opposing to one another's opinions that was your viewpoint but my viewpoint wasn't that my viewpoint when i said hey how about we add a homework assignment was like yo do a general analysis give it a full-fledged listen and let's gauge it from there so we didn't have the same viewpoint on what this section of the show was i listened to our pod last week and i i realized that in full clarity we don't have the we didn't have the same understanding of that now Speaking of confrontation, when I spoke to what you asked me to listen to, the end of the world podcast, and then you made your points like, see, this is the difference. This is why. (laughs) But it wasn't a fair assessment because this is after us going back and forth 
about what I had shared as homework. So my response to it was trying to carry carry the show at that point in a professional way before we got off and had a separate conversation off air. It wasn't that, oh, I wasn't going to give a good response, but that was my reaction after us going back and forth. Having that feeling that you're talking about when confrontation comes. So you start feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You start feeling to get hot in the chest. You start yeah. feeling yourself trying to like control yeah, the sweating anger. Sweating a little bit. Yeah. yeah, you start sweating a little bit. Little start trembling feeling, your lip it, and shit. It, exactly. Yeah. So that that feeling was brewing <laughs> by the time I got to my part of the homework. You know what I'm saying? So um I do appreciate Scoops and and, and J Hove as well. Uh I think that we're going to figure out how to fully get this thing going. And I got a homework assignment this week. Ironically, so, Scoops had the same suggestion you did. <laughs> he was like, won't you just listen to... It's how he talks every time I, oh, I say his what, voice. What did he say? Won't you just listen to 15 minutes of it, Lou? It ain't going to kill you. <laughs> well, that's what you listen to, though. You said 15 minutes, though. No, but he was saying that should be the standard. Like, you shouldn't just cut it on and cut it on at least 15 minutes. The same thing that you said when we got done talking. But but, but you like said you but didn't you say you listened to fifteen minutes? I did listen to. Yeah, that's what I say. You did that listen to fifteen. But I'm just talking about in general. Oh, a general a rule. General okay, yeah, thumb yeah, rule of thumb is, to at least check out that much of it, like you were talking about once we got done. Yeah, and I and I think that moving forward, I'm going to go about things a little differently in that regard. Because we already had a conversation off air about okay, I'm good. If Spike don't like it, cool, got it. That was what I, I just didn't want that to hurt your feelings because nah, I don't want well, wait so on I, me to like something you would nah, ever right. be. And, and, and I thing. got past that. <laughs> and I remember I hit you with the voice text. I was like, bro, yeah. you know what? You was right. I was taking it personal. Yes. But when we did last week and you were like, you're taking it personal, I felt like you wasn't holding yourself accountable because you were saying, Mo, that's not how I live my life. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Wait a minute. Your life is personal. <laughs> But you're telling me, and <laughs> that is person. where I was challenging certain things. Yeah. But uh, I again, now I will upgrade, elevate from that conversation last week. And I said, and I will navigate it differently. So, but that's so a, a couple of good things from that. Yeah, and what we were talking about with confrontation. So it's easier to find a resolution when you have like interest. And the only way that you find out if you have like interest with people, if you communicate, you talk. Mm-hmm. Another version of me would have been like, man, fuck this. And you and I would probably never heard from each other again. Okay. Yeah. Like there's that version of me that exists out in the universe. Yeah, However, same, same here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I could tell. Mm-hmm. However, when we're talking about confrontation and what we're trying to elevate the conversations that men are having out there from listening to this podcast, it's that being able to connect with people who you don't know enough to know that you guys may have a similar interest somewhere where it be in business or whatever that would benefit you both to where you may have a disagreement and that disagreement doesn't have to end in severing all ties it doesn't have to end in even if it does get heated it doesn't have to end in being disrespectful or anything happening where you feel like oh i gotta throw hands with this dude yeah Sometimes we fail to realize as black men because we haven't had that download in our lives that, yeah, me and you can have a conversation. It can get heated. You can be mad. I can be mad. And then 10 minutes later, we might, like, bro, what you want to eat? Yeah. And like, we can go get something to eat. It shouldn't have to be 
end all be all come to blows this is this is it i got this 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 i feel disrespected so we got to do this we should be downloading enough information in our lives now to where we can talk through it and get to the end or even if we don't come to a point where we can mutually agree we can agree to disagree without it being disrespectful which is what we did and we definitely did and and we had a conversation after the show and i was appreciative of it um i do want to ask and 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 i'll respond on the on the vice versa us we already prefaces by like we never met each other in person but we've had conversations and we built up to this point of having this what type of man do you feel like i am at this point of you just me and you collaborating here and this is just your observation and i'll respond what type of man because i feel like this is a vital part in why we didn't say i f it we done whatever because that that is easy that's easy it's hard to actually just come back and keep pressing it's easy to say forget them i'm out so that's a good question Uh, oh i see myself a younger version of myself in you so to so I'm gonna be more lenient because I feel like people weren't lenient with me. I feel like I've had relationships where we've had confrontation and that was the end of the relationship. Mm-hmm. I just don't talk to them again. So I don't as I am older and feel like that I may be a person that that holds a small remnants of influence in your life. I want to be like that I'm setting the right example so when you ask me what type of man that I feel like you I feel like you're a great person like you got a family and you have all the makings all the ingredients there to be that person that that when you lay down at night that you dream like you want to be I can tell that you want to be a certain and have yourself on a certain level and I can tell that you're working to get there and you're not stagnant in who you are those are the things that intrigue me about this relationship and working with you knowing that you're not a person who maybe you were in a previous life like you said just you, you're not gonna just go with the flow mm-hmm. at this stage in my life i can't i'm not a i can't roll with people who just go with the flow i need to be challenged so you do hold that like you're one of the people in my life now that i feel like will challenge me like i'll send you something like you just what is this about not to say that I enjoy it. Yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> However, you are you are a person who is very strong in who you believe that you are, who you are going to be, and that's admirable. You know what I mean? I, even at your age, I don't think that I had it in my head yet what Spike Lou was, what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be with it, like could easily probably be persuaded to do some shit that I didn't really wasn't on at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like you're not that you're very strong headed, right? So you, I feel like one, you need some voices around you too, and being strong headed that are going to give you some information on what to do with that bullishness sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And if I can be that person, not to say that I'm 100% right, that I'm 1 million percent want to be to it because I believe in playing it back. Because I need that person in my life as well. And why you, I may be that for you than someone older with more experience looking at you, looking at me like I look at you and vice versa. Then that is how I get that. I have to be in that situation doing it to know that I need it. 
You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So to answer your question and not make it about me, I think you're a very strong young man as far as knowing what you want for yourself out of life. You have a positive outlook with most things. You got <laughs> there's a, a little bit of pessimism there about the world in general that I don't agree with. <laughs> And I'm, I'm gonna work with you through. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just overall, you have you, you the strong willedness yeah. of being who you are is the most intriguing thing for me about you because I need that in my life. Like the most of the people that I surround myself with at, at this age, my big boy age, yeah. I want them to hold me accountable. I don't want niggas around me that's just gonna let oh that's just lose. We gonna be lose right. to an extent now. Like I know yeah, that yeah, I'd be I'm right honest. about a lot of shit. I know I'm right a lot. However, I'm always right sometimes. <laughs> I'm always right sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the gist of it. Okay. Well, to speak to that, uh, as far as what what, what type would you of man, say? What type yeah, of man did I feel you are? You, a hundred percent. You have uh, impacted me because you have a, a very direct way of being, and I like that. Me, I'm a very complex person. I think everybody's complex because that's just the the human being experience. But I feel like the way you navigate with the complexity, you are able to dial it all the way down or filter it all the way down to a direct answer. No. Yes. This is how I'm doing. Yep. Nope. This works. And I'd be like, man, I really want to be that way. I don't always want to have to be like, well, I'm feeling this way. But at the same time, like, and a lot of people my gen- in my generation uh, are operating that way. And it's just like, I don't always want to operate with that complexity or that, that complicated way of thinking. And you and, and people of your generation, your age group, it's like I have a stern way of operating. And that I appreciate because living in a world of things constantly changing people's opinion oh we felt this way now we feel this way we we thought jeffrey Dahmer was a monster now we think jeffrey Dahmer. we understand his child you know what i mean like so meeting black men that stand stern on now you are constantly evolving and we've spoke about that the mind is ever changing but you still have these moments of standing stern on your upbringing what you're familiar with your education your therapy and who you are and what you want to be and i appreciate that sternness that foundation it's appreciative and i appreciate it even more because you not having necessarily the father figure but serving as like kind of the older brother uh figure you know i'm because i don't have an older brother i'm the oldest you know what i'm saying so i got four siblings under me so I never had an older brother. So you serving kind of as that placement. But at the same time, we can challenge one another because of uh, our black experiences being grown men is wonderful. So I, I just think that you have a stern uh, way of being, I, but open minded at the same time. And I think that is hard to find in black men to be your age, to have a sternness foundation saying this is who I am. No cap. No cut. This is what it is. But at the same time, I'm open to listen to what you're talking about. That's a hard balance to have. And Spike, yeah. you're one of the few black men uh, that I've come across that has that balance. So that that's the type of black man that I've experienced uh, with you in regards to I appreciate this process. That. 
Absolutely. I appreciate that. I picked up that Stern is um, indirectly actually from my mom's husband. Uh, he, really? uh, I told you, absolutely. And even though I met him later in life, and even though it's never been a direct, like we don't even have a real like. We have a relationship he's cool like we like it's my mom's husband like cordial yeah. we eat together break bread and like have conversations about business and things like that but just indirectly because when my mom first met him i was going through like a troubled time i had lost my job and shit. i told you he had a restaurant the nigga got a gas station he got a strip mall like he got he owned down the whole corner in nashville mm-hmm. so i went to go work at the restaurant for a little bit when i couldn't like actually I ain't gonna say that on here, but yeah, I went to work at the restaurant and um, went to work at the corner store that he had. Like, he gave me the opportunity to do those things, and it wasn't I, like I was working the cash register at both rates places. However, I was able to see him operate on a daily basis. Right, I was able to see just I, that's where I picked up that stern is from. Like one hundred percent, I was able to see how he handled workers, how he handled vendors, how he handled my mom, like in a workplace setting. Cause she worked with him. They went to work oh, together wow. every day. She, yeah, like she she ran the books. Like she was right there, uh, doing beside him, like helping the business run. And I just worked. I, I seen how he handled customers. Cause like he wasn't opposed to even though he like I see on the corner. Like you're walking. I be coming to work at the store. He in there on the cash register, bringing people up, selling cigarillos and shit. <laughs> uh, but I just right. seen. Yeah, but I just seen from a distance and it probably worked better that way that he's not my dad because I don't know if I would have been able like to deal with that. But I was able to see what type of discipline, what type of like decisiveness, like what type of mindset that it took to run like your own empire. To have like to be an entrepreneurial mind like there's so many things that always hit you at day to day every moment that everybody thinks is important and just how he was able to categorize it file it away i'd see him snap off on people see him like completely ignore shit that i thought he would have snapped off on and just like watching him play the game of life it just it helped me a lot it helped me get to what you're talking about 100 because i didn't have that again we talk about downloads and seeing it like I didn't Damn. have that until I seen him. I was 20 years old mm. and it was from a distance. I never lived with him. We never mm. been close with him in that sense, but it's just like going up there, working under him and with him for what, four years, four or five years. And then seeing him operate from that, it, it helped wonders. And to kind of give you an idea of his rigidness, like his sons don't even like deal with him. Like they came, like they, so yeah, like they, they hate it. Like they, it's it's one of those things where they, one of them is just like him, so they really butt heads. But he's just he he never cuts it off, bro. Like it's it's always, but you never know what it is that, that'll make him snap off a thing. And it's not on a crazy tip, yeah. like because I always sit back and I'm observing, so I always kind of get it. I'd be like, I can see why he's snapping about that. I definitely could. <laughs> or it would be something where like you, like, oh, damn, so, I never so seen why it that not, way. Why y'all not closer? He, with, I don't think he's close with any. Okay, like, so like, you, I, I just mentioned off his, with his son. You feel like he yeah, just he's still, Okay, so he just took himself. He from you talking about my generation? He from the old, oh right, like, the, he older oh, than my mom. Oh, yeah, yeah right, like he, right, right, right. I think he like seventy nine or something like that. He oh, like twenty whoa. years older than my mom. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, two yeah. generations. Yeah, That's he two that generation. Yeah, exactly. So, her grandpa. He gonna yeah. tell you like it is. Yeah, so her grandpa seventy seven. 
that we live with right now so yeah yeah that age that that's him that age because like her grandpa my mom always his day older man yeah well he's because he's at the like he's at the age he's such a sweetheart like i love him so much because i love seeing a black man at age but he's at that age where like he ain't gonna ask you for nothing yeah this is that yeah so my mom says the same way but he but think about it (laughs) this guy is getting up this is a guy though that's getting up trying to run businesses still to this day every day like going to his restaurant still telling people what to do that's nuts yelling off old people if they're not doing something right why ain't this this way like but he is keeping him young though you wouldn't think that he's the age that he is like he kind of seems like he's my mom's age but he like every day going 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 so, Same way. But I learned to, to to wrap a story up. I did. I learned a lot of how a successful black man handles themselves from him. He like he in Nashville, like Sweat is his last name. So you see a Sweat's restaurant, world famous in well not world famous in Nashville. Been open since 1951. He got a Sweat's market. He got a Sweat's wow. business plaza. Yeah, they opened, that's that's legit. 1951 when he opened. Man, his parents opened it. Oh, yeah, like his parents, his parents opened it. And he would like the last time that I sit and talk to him, he told me the story of how he became complete control because he has like six brothers and sisters. And uh, when his parents left him the restaurant, they he said they broke it off and they left all the shares to the different people. And he's like, I throughout the years I was just collecting them from everybody. He's like, he bought them first, all. He's like, yeah, when they first died, I gave this cousin and this brother like ten thousand for it. Then after they that and I had run the business for so long, I had their shares, was able to make some money off then, and I went to the other cousins and I got them. And this uh brother or sister died, and I got that share. And that's only one share that I don't got. Mm. And, you know, I'm the majority owner. So it's just like yeah. I just learned so much from him. So that's that's vital. <clears throat> and I don't see that type of stuff. And I've learned a lot from my wife's father, my father in law, like yeah. uh and speaking of confrontation. We had a big confrontation, and I may speak to it. You and your wife's father? Yeah. Man, I couldn't imagine that. And we don't even talk now. And we were tight, oh, bro. No. It's a it's Man. deep. It's really deep. Like we were really tight. We got to hear that. Yeah, we running long, but we were, I, yeah, I but but that. but that's but we will have that conversation on another episode. But I I want to say this as we get to the homework, Spike. What advice? What you get for the young, the old, middle age? What advice would you give to people that have a hard time with confrontation? I have an aunt in law. She's I'm older than her actually, my wife's aunt, and she doesn't deal with confrontation well. And it always gets me in a way. So I preface that to say, what advice would you give to all age groups? How to deal with confrontation when it's uncomfortable, when it's not fun? When it doesn't feel good and it's easy to just say nothing and ghost people, but you care about the relationship, what advice would you give to people? That's a great question. For me, the thing that's helped the most with my communication and conversation is listening to understand versus listening to talk back or listening to have a response. Like sometimes even when you listen to understand and you fully get what someone say, like, oh, you be like, okay, I get that. And people don't be prepared for that, especially in a confrontation. They think that you go, I, I did my piece. Now you got to say your piece and we're going to do this big stage argument back and forth when it don't always have to be that way. If you really trying to get through a confrontation with someone who you value, listen to understand what they're saying. Listen to see what it is that the issue is with each other and 
that would help 100 because i know when i used to 100 i want to get my point off i want yeah. to understand yeah, what i'm gonna say nigga fuck exactly. what you gonna say yeah exactly. understand what i'm saying but it I, it went it didn't start registering to me in a, in a more pivotal way until i started again understanding what the other person was saying that can that can dead a whole lot of animosity and, and yeah. negative energy in the air if you just take a minute mm-hmm. you may not again you ain't even got to agree just try to understand the point that they make that Facts. just be open-minded enough to try Facts. to understand the point that they make it could be stupid or whatever but give that person if you value the relationship the grace to at least get it off Man, that's, that's what you need and that takes a lot of maturity like because Dude, it's it like do. Cause somebody could be saying bullshit, and you however, are, and you might be out. You might be like, I ain't trying to hear it. Like I didn't let shit yeah. rock for so long. No, nope, you can't do that again. If you value relationship, yeah, exactly. that grace is something you need to extend because it's going to work better for you. Yeah. It is a benefit. Facts. And the advice that I will leave uh, as we move forward here is, uh, I think that I want to speak to addressing uh, controversy, disagreements. Uh, me and Spike had a disagreement last week And I've had disagreements with many of people It's a skill To learn how to Agree to disagree That is such a skill Because I, I was When I was in my 20s I was a person like nah Bump that I'm not going to stop until you Feel how I feel But as time has progressed I've learned I've had arguments where it's like Okay you just feel differently and with the, with that being said, I've learned to agree to disagree. So, my advice to people that you have a hard time with controversy, speak your piece, speak your point. Don't let people get you so far out of your comfort zone that they never know how you feel. You need to let people know how you feel. You know, when when it comes to a point where it's like they keep doing the same thing, like if they just do it one time, whatever. But if they keep doing the same thing, let people know how you feel. You don't owe people your feelings Because they're your feelings But when people keep thinking it's sweet Let them know how you feel And from that point on The power is in your hands To know how you want to navigate the relationship So let people know how you feel When you're constantly being challenged in a certain way And if y'all don't agree It ain't about you getting your point off Or them getting their point off It's just about the point you understanding them Like Spike said And agreeing to disagree And that's all I got to give to all of y'all that are listening man so Spike, absolutely. Uh, so what we got for the homework this week? I don't know what if you had. Have? Well, you might. You might as well. I know you speaking about something early, but I want to say, uh, Spike. <laughs> yeah, I probably like. I can't believe you about to get Spike some more homework. <laughs> <laughs> but Spike, my homework this week is dissect season ten. Damn, he's still doing ten seasons of that. Yeah. What bro. album is it? All right. This is why I gotta preface it because I know you might you gonna be try to be out of there quick. I know, I know, I know, but I'm I'm not unprepared no more. Like I know, I know you might not like something, and I know you might be out quick. So these are two things I've learned over the over this this duration. He's doing Igor. Oh man! Yes. All right. Tyler, Tyler, creator. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. I'm imagining you don't really rock with his music like that. I don't rock with this music like that. I'm not. I'm not a Tyler fan at all. Zero. However, I respect his creativity and I respect how he's bounced back from adversity. 
I I love that. What type of adversity has Tyler the Creator had? Well, he's always. I'm not he, asking. I, I don't know. Okay, no, no, no. I'm not. Like, okay, the DJ Khaled thing. We know that's a thing, right? Where DJ Khaled's like, niggas only. Yeah, hating. Like, oh, niggas yeah. don't even listen to him. He's making that weirdo music and stuff. But he outsells DJ, DJ Khaled a couple years ago in 2019. Yeah. Um, and then also him just being a person that self learned. He learned how to play keys on his own. He's, uh, you know, uh, Dissect has done a season of Flower Boy. I didn't want to listen to Flower Boy because, be honest, y'all, with all due respect, I am not here for same sex, <laughs> like a companionship, like on, on in an album. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a heterosexual male, so I'm not here for it. But however, uh, I did listen to the whole Flower Boy. Igor, that intro, bro. The way he did it, he he tied in film how he did this long, elaborated intro. Like, bro, you gotta listen to it. You gotta listen to it. This is gonna be one of those. Have you listened? Di- go ahead. Yes. Well, well, no. Go ahead. What, what was you gonna say? You listen all ten seasons of that say? No. Oh, okay. You just I listen. I listen to. I listen to. The good kid. I mean, I mean, I listened to to Pimper Butterfly. That's season one. I listened to season two. My beautiful dark. No, Twisted season Fantasy. one was my beautiful talk Twisted Fantasy. I thought. No, that was two. That was the first time I heard it. No, that was two. Really? Yeah, the first one was To Pimper Butterfly. But To Pimper Butterfly came out after that. Yeah, Are you but sure? that, that, yeah, but that ain't where you started. Interesting. I don't think I. Ah, oh, bro, you got it. You, me, and you are both. Know if, animal. I've only listened to uh, the only one that I've listened to though is the the my beautiful dog twisted fantasy. Ah, bro, you missing out? Oh yeah, I this, think he this did a weird one after okay. that, man. I stopped listening to it. Okay, and he did well, something weird after that. I didn't know. I don't know if I listened to that Kendrick Lamar one. I can't remember. All right, well, let me let me let me peel this back real quick, and I'm let you you cook, and we can be out of here. Forget what I just said. I didn't know you didn't listen to the other seasons. All right. Go listen to the to Pimp a Butterfly season. I believe that's the first season. Uh go listen to that. Before I ain't I, I before Tyler, go listen to Pimp a Butterfly. He did both to Pimp a Butterfly and Down. So those are your options. But I think to Pimp a Butterfly, me and you are both in the same party with that. I know Animal Brown don't like that and a lot of people don't. But go go to that album. Before you come to Tyler, like I wouldn't even is say it only on Spotify now? Yeah. However, you can download the podcast though. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't you ain't gotta worry about the data issue. So go check out Dissect. I say go check out To Pimple Butterfly. I think that is a great album that he does. Bless you. Uh, it's a great album that he does. So go check out uh Dissect Podcast to Pimple Butterfly. What you got for me, Spike? I know you spoke about something earlier. Uh what was it you said? Go listen to. You said uh, it's had, called. You said. Uh, Excuse me, man. My allergies are kicking right. my butt. Hey, life happens. Yeah, it ain't dissect. This one is um. Damn. You said it earlier. You was talking about the dudes talking. Oh, the uh, the 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 finessing like the dudes people finessing or whatever swindling or something like that swindled yeah i couldn't think of the name of that for nothing it's called swindle okay uh it's about 
mostly corporations or scams that people have ran throughout the years. Uh, take your pick. Just look through the the topics and just pick one that you like. Any one that you like, because I like every episode that they played. I listened to some of them even twice. But just wow. take your pick, listen to one, and tell me what you think. This dude got a whole YouTube. I really want if you look past the podcast he got a whole youtube channel and subscriptions and stuff that he sells merch but it's all about just him telling these stories of scandals that have happened and ain't no other personality to it i find it interesting how he's been able to market and sell this podcast and there's no personality associated with it he's essentially he calls himself anonymous right like he's like one of those yeah it's one of those type so he got the anonymous shirts and shit really good marketing and promo as to how he's built the podcast up and once you hear how he presents it you'll see why he calls himself anonymous even the youtube page and shit it's like old clippings it's just a, a really good presentation I like overall from a content standpoint so check out any one of the uh what's it called swindle podcast any one of them and uh, just tell me what you think when we come back in next week and i will listen to dissect i just pulled it up on spotify so I, I will say that if, if you don't want to go to Good Kid, go straight to that 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 season ten. But if I still think you should go go to that. But like yeah. But anyway, all right. Well, uh, let me get y'all my handles before we get out of here. Uh, this is another week in the books. If y'all haven't already checked out, go. You can find me on Instagram at the underscore Mari, uh, the underscore conceptual underscore Mari's Hunt. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast. It's an audio drama series. It's a blend between a fictional podcast and an audio book. It's called Roll, the audio drama series. And if y'all haven't already, man, yo, we got some in the books cooking crazy right now. We got a Sopranos review podcast coming up in your near future. And we're going to have an Instagram for it. We got an email for it. And it's coming up crazy. So if y'all haven't already, get shot at HBO Max. Uh, subscription because me and Spike got some beautiful work coming here real soon. Where can they find you at Spike, man? Thanks, man. I am Spike Lou on all your favorite social media places. Catch me Mondays talking sports. Oh, excuse me. Catch me Wednesdays talking hip hop with the On Deck TV show and Mondays talking sports with Dead End. And we also talk TV on Tuesdays with the Frames Per Second podcast. And of course, here, Maurice and I elevate the conversation every Friday. Um, tap in with me anywhere you listen to podcasts. I am Spike Lou. Thank you guys for tapping in. AWITB 2022 at gmail.com. All right, we'll holler at you.